All right, and we're live to tape. Cool Boy Nation. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation. This is our cold open. We've had 38 minutes of technical difficulties, but now we're beginning to have an episode. Ballard's here. Can you talk? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mm -hmm. drinking that delicious blue Gatorade? Mm -hmm. Mm. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> and the theme. Uh, Cue the music. Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss. I'm Gabe here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. I see cool boys. Well, greetings, Cool Boy Nation. Welcome to the third scriptless episode of the Cool Boys podcast. This one's probably going to be the most low energy one because oh. we just had so many technical difficulties, te problems all over the place. But we're live now and there's a bunch of things to discuss. Oh. It's been a while and we both probably watched things. So many things. how have you been? Is there anything you want to start with, bring up? I got What's your name? I oh, I'm, I'm Felk. Name? I'm Felk. And the other voice is. And I'm. Don't worry, daddy. My sperm <clears throat> are so tiny. I don't think I can get you pregnant. Ballard. Deny everything. The fuck was that from? <laughs> was that just off the cuff? If so, don't go off the cuff much. <laughs> anymore you like that i don't know what it was from or what it meant um well the, uh, oh yeah and email us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com that's really all the information we need to convey we don't even probably need to tell people what our names are honestly that's right daddy and the podcast can be done for right now we can finish tonight's episode we got all the information out show's over boys show's over <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I've, I've got I, i've watched things because we of course <clears throat> Lots happened since our last podcast. Um, I just want to know what you watched. That's all I want to know. The Queen of England died. Oh. And she died on what day? Uh, on your birthday? Did, no, not even close. On uh, Disney Plus Day. Oh, that's right. Ballard, what did you do for Disney Plus Day slash Queen Die Day? I don't remember what day that was. Last Friday, I think. Hasn't been that long, has it? Maybe two Did weeks ago. Friday? Was it really? I don't remember. It was whenever Thor Love and Thunder came to Disney+. Plus. Also a new episode of She-Hulk. Also some animated shows that I'll never watch, obviously. Uh, what else Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio, yeah. Did you, have you watched Pinocchio? Not yet, but it looks starring, fantastic. Starring totally normal person Tom Hanks. That's who's right, in, Poppy. Who just lives in Greece now. Won't come yeah, back to America. Yeah, the Greece don't no extradite. Who knows? That's true. That's just some shit people say on the internet. I mean, <laughs> no, it is true. But I mean, it's it's uh, there's no charges against them, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, Daddy. no, not yet. Um, that's just what Zemeckis. Are you planning on watching Pinocchio? For sure. Oh my god, I plan on watching it like a gazillion times. We have kids. They watch things like that. I, was, I don't think they care at all. I think I think only I oh, care. Oh, you know oh. I mean? are you telling me modern kids aren't totally down with 1933's Pinocchio? The, the yeah, hit, they're not into like Italian movies from like way back in the day. The hit Disney film from when like 
Walt was just openly cool with Hitler. <laughs> I assume that's a really interesting uh, movie uh, in in the collection of Disney. Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it deals with child uh, slavery, essentially. Yeah, 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 child trafficking. Uh, it deals with drugs, right? The children's abuse of alcohol and and tobacco. Children being trafficked, children becoming drug addicts. It's basically Euphoria season two. Um, they don't spoil Euphoria season two. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. At least you don't say any more than that, please. Oh my god. Um, the other thing about it too is that not only are, are kids trafficked by Stromboli, but the kid is trafficked also by the fox later on, right? But with Stromboli, it's more sexual because he's also using the other marionettes as 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 uh, ways to entice the audience. Wait, what's, who's to- Stromboli? Stromboli is the big fat uh, uh, Italian dude that's got all the marionettes doing the stage play. Okay, I thought Pinocchio's he was the, whale, the one goes, so I, I have no off. strings to hold me down, to oh, lift yeah. me up, to make me frown. Right? Like that whole part of that. Oh my God. So good. As, as Ultron. Ultron. Uh, yeah. And the best scene. That's the best scene of Age of Ultron, too. Um, anyway, so Stromboli is a very sexualized act, right? Like essentially, he's like utilizing Pinocchio as a child with other marionettes that you could almost equate to as children because of Pinocchio situation. And they're doing these sexy dances from all around I don't the world. Remember any of this? No, I'm telling really, you. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I believe they, you. Do, they do sexy dances from all around the world. And that's a weird thing to look back at today. Go, huh? These are supposed to be, I guess, children in a way, or at least Pinocchio is a child involved in this. It's not all right. Yeah. I don't know and how then, you do the story today. Then there's the Fox that kidnaps Pinocchio and really traffics his ass and sends him to this fucking you know, land where he's going to turn into a donkey by doing drugs, right? Alcohol and tobacco. And then because he turns into a donkey, he gets put into actually like the service to be work, you know, to be a workhorse. And that's essentially what's happening to all these children. So it's like, if you're not being utilized in a sexual nature, being trafficked in Pinocchio, you're being utilized for labor, for child labor in Pinocchio. It, it, It seems honestly like an Asian's wet dream, but it is absolutely like taking place Italian. in Italy. So I, I wonder if we should think to other Italian things that are into little boys. Hmm. Vatican Catholic church, perhaps. <gasps> could, um, could Pinocchio Vatican be a sovereign nation? It's not technically part of Italy. No, it's not technically because, you know, they have to be a sovereign nation so they don't get, you know, I don't know, crimes put against them and they can hide. They have their, their own shit. balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not planning on watching it. Um, it looks great. For, I, I did watch Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, that was Ooh. my first screening of it. Uh, enhanced for IMAX. Uh, it's it's a mess. It's not a good movie. Spoilers, I would imagine, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got the button. Also for season two of Euphoria. Sorry about that. I wasn't really thinking. Oh, there you go. It's time for spoilers. Ain't it cool? So probable spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder, which you've seen mm. in theaters, right? <gasps> I did. I saw it in theaters. I took the fam. Oh, nice. I bet the kids really liked all the cancer <laughs> that they, they completely did not put in the trailers at all. It did not hint to that at all. So that was it's part kind of the of comic, abrupt. though. I know it's from the comic. Um, and I, I, I knew I, I knew it was in there just because I knew like they do it from the comic but i didn't realize that she would well again spoilers it's tough uh 
I didn't know she would it's die time. from cancer. <laughs> it's time. I didn't know she would die from cancer. I thought she like I thought once she got the hammer, she was cured of the cancer. Yeah, well, you want more spoilers? Guess what? In the comics, she dies too. But guess what? <gasps> she gets to come back from Valhalla because everyone's granted one time to come back from Valhalla. So oh, that's, that's so they can bring Heimdall back that way. Yeah, and Odin, you know, and and Hela, if Hela went there. And Loki, even though there's another version of Loki that's alive in a different timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That Loki will eventually it'll be like that Loki meeting Thor will be like Gamora meeting Star-Lord. Right. Again, in Guardians Volume 3, that'll happen someday. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So based on the trailers, you wouldn't think there was any cancer, but you also would think that the Guardians of the Galaxy are like a third of the movie, not three to four minutes. Yeah, it's not very much. Yeah, it's maybe like, yeah, like maybe 10 minutes top. I felt misled for one. But uh, yeah, it's a, everything that, you know, that's, that's wrong with it's already been said months ago. But I, I agree with most of it. It's a mess. It's totally a mess. Taika Waititi's rock character never shuts up and gets really annoying really fast uh, this time around. Korg, even though I liked him in the other movies, didn't like him in this one too much. And uh, yeah, didn't... Uh, I, I, Christian Bale was in another movie altogether. Uh, his performance was unusual. He was basically just doing Voldemort. I felt like the entire time, I'm like, are you just doing Ray Fiennes' character of Voldemort? It felt interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like, what was what was his inspiration? Because uh, what was it? Uh, Tom Hardy's Bane was based on some, like, King of the Gypsies or some shit. I guess Gypsy, you're not supposed to say anymore. Even no, you're supposed to say you can say gypsy, but I don't think you're supposed to say gypped. That's a, no, I've I no, I've literally seen comments at work about and don't say gypsy, it's Romanian. You're supposed to say Romanian. I'm like, what? That is not the same. That's not the same don't thing. Call Romanian, don't call Romanians gypsies. I mean, I guess they're they equated at the time. Don't behave like that. I never had a DP yeah, well, behave like. I this. like to use the term gypsy. I got Christian back. What's your score? What's your boys? Oh, uh, one and a half. I think it's wow. Of the Thors, I think it's. I mean, I guess Ragnarok's the best. I, I, it's. This is. I don't know if it's worse than Dark World. It's more entertaining, but it's also less of a movie. It doesn't feel like one movie. I get that Taika. He had a lot of success mixing like whimsical and then really serious with uh, Jojo Rabbit, but that worked in Jojo Rabbit because it was from the perspective of like a 10 year old kid. Like yeah. that's the, that's the whole thing you're seeing. The, so even the, even if something emotionally dramatic happens, uh, which I won't spoil here cause I don't want to play the spoiler tape a third time, but you can't do that when Thor's your main character. And he, I, this is like the weirdest perform. like Thor's borderline retarded in this one. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth is playing up the, the, the dumb blonde a little bit more for sure in this one. But the parts like and it's confusing because like there, there's parts where he's like talking to like his hammer or to Stormbreaker so, and like, he yeah. never did that in any of the previous movies. But these actually kind of imply that maybe those weapons are sentient, that they can think for themselves, which has never been set up. And um, if, I don't it's think kind it of implies necessary. that at all. We talking about like every time Stormbreaker like comes in slowly, no, no, like that. That's not implied. That is directly like. Stated, they are sentient beings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, that's what you sure. mean. You mean. The other way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's fine. But it's, that's They're never definitely been definitely sentient. 
Well, it has to be because otherwise he's Stormbreaker. Ins- like he's insane. The shot. Yeah, yeah but mother, but, but if, if that's not the case, then Thor's insane because he's like talking to these weapons like they actually have feelings and emotions, but they they seem to. But that's Wouldn't never that be been better set if up. he was insane. That'd be great if he was insane. That would be awesome. But it's never been set up in in any previous movie, right? Um, no, it's set up in Ragnarok a little bit, right? Because like when he meets Korg, he talks about how much he misses Mjolnir. And yeah. how great his times with me and were. And then Corgi is even like, you miss your hammer? And he talks, because Thor's speaking of his hammer is almost as if it's like a... Thor misses Mjolnir more in Ragnarok than he misses the Warriors 3, who are killed by Hela. Like, he never even... Like, he when even he finally finally, yeah, when he gets Yeah, when he finally gets Asgard, and Ragnarok's about to happen, he's all like... Oh my God! Where are the Warriors Three? My bestest of friends. Where are they? They were killed. I oh hell! How could you? No, that never happens. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't but, even care about Sif until he r- randomly sees Sif in uh in uh Love and Thunder. Um, but yeah, I mean, she I would say, arm. yeah, she did. Uh, which she'll get back in some like Asgardian armor, right? She does have a robot um, arm, probably. Yeah. I saw Thor: Love and Thunder, and I, 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 soon as that movie started, I was like, "Marvel's back, baby!" You love immediately. this back, baby thing. I love. Oh, dude, I was like, immediately, I was like, "This is everything." The bells and the whistles, and all the check marks were ticked off. I was getting my happies and my sads. I was feeling like I was watching a Shakespearean play at times because people were in cool outfits. Plus, we got to play again. Um, I love the what we do in the uh, shadows cameo in the beginning with that god fantastic oh was that I the mean, guy from the teacher the show or who was that the the movie from the movie he's the uh he's the the, the one that's not taika or jermaine oh is it okay okay the little fat one that looks yeah, like no, a weasel yeah. kind of guy yeah yeah, yeah or muskrat. No, nobody knows his name yeah that's why he's that guy he's that he's made the cameo that we haven't had jermaine yet my guess is jermaine's gonna be like beta ray bill or some shit but um uh like voice of right but uh yeah and then you got to see like you know christian bale being in a totally different movie as you said it's absolutely right it, it really has likenesses to uh mickey rourke in iron man 2 or uh christopher eccleston or whatever you say his name in uh thor the dark world where it just feels like these villains were told that they were marvel was really gonna do something different you know what I mean? Like, hey, no, no, no. This movie's really going to be about you and what you're doing and everything you're bringing to the world right now. This is fucking awesome. And then as soon as they go into post, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not using those shots. We're not using those scenes. The scenes where Christian Bale's dancing, we're not using any of that. Because apparently there was a whole sequence where he's dancing. Huh. And, and it got Dancing's cut from the movie. Now. Yeah, and there's a it bunch really, of It really actors. helped Matt Smith. In the oh, my God. It was Morbius. awesome. Morbius. I still haven't um, seen that. It's on Netflix, though, so I need to watch Morbius next. Dude, that dancing scene is my favorite. And Red Letter Media even commented know, on how great know, that dancing I know, was. I noticed. I know. I saw that, too. I'm like, God damn it. I haven't actually seen that was So I've seen the scene through Red Letter Media. So mm-hmm. spoiled, that, that spoiled the dancing for me. Because Matt Smith hasn't danced once on House of the Dragons. Yep. Maybe um, actually, probably old. I haven't seen that show, actually. I don't know. Oh, really? Um, I, won't, I won't say anything about it, then. Hot yeah, me. I, I'm not watched uh, Hot D yet. Um, what else? Um, oh yeah, Daryl. I love Daryl's back finally from the Team Thor shorts and the Team Daryl short with uh, starring Jeff Goldblum. Oh, love is he back? Darryl. I didn't even notice that. When is he? In he there? was one of the two. He was the tour guide. That, oh, like, that's the guy from the everyone. shorts. Yeah, from the shorts. Huh. I didn't even realize so, that. So the shorts are now like canon or whatever, which is fun. 
Um, but the, like those are weird. <laughs> like they don't work within like the logic of the actual full MCU. That was like Thor's on the office and has a roommate. It, it, it's never been mentioned <laughs> in the actual MCU proper. Yeah. No, it wasn't. In fact, it wouldn't. It doesn't really line up timeline wise, technically. I just found the entire plot confusing and the drama to comedy was so mismatched and it's like every time it cut to you know cancer natalie portman i'm like what what movie does this oh my movie God. think it's making <laughs> my favorite line quote in the whole movie happens right before the very first time they cut to natalie or technically pan up to natalie portman going into her uh cat scan mri whatever it is yeah. it's when thor's like uh another classic thor adventure which is such a great line in the trailer and in every commercial but it just did not land in the actual movie, sadly. And then it goes up to like, yeah, the the whole like, uh, oh look, Jane Foster's dying. She's in stage four, and yeah. just like every one of your family members, yeah. So, um, I, I I liked how they talked about eternity in this um, movie, and eternity became even a, a character. Eternity is mentioned oh. in Guardians of the Galaxy two when Star Lord is tapped by his dad. Um, after he's been given his powers, he knows he's got his powers and all that shit, and he's been playing with his powers. His dad, like, literally touches Star uh, Star Lord's forehead, and then Star Lord like goes back and looks up, and he goes, "I see eternity." I think that's what he says. I see eternity, and eternity is an actual sentient being yeah. in uh in Marvel, and we finally got to see that. I think in our first spoiler cast, I think I mentioned that. It's our very, very, very first spoiler cast, uh, episode nine, I think. Sounds right. Um. And uh, I think I mentioned that, like, oh, it's so cool, Eternity. Like, they mentioned that, and it's, you know, Eternity's an actual sentient being, so it would be interesting that happened. And they, it took us fucking, like, seven years, but we finally yeah. got there. So the, the question I had was... Or no, I guess it would have been five years. If this thing, there's this thing that if you reach it, it grants you one wish. Why didn't Thanos just go to there? <laughs> or, more specifically, if Thor knew about it, why didn't he mention that? Post Thanos, as like well, we can use we can use eternity to undo the snap. He okay. First of all, there's so many questions you're asking. They handle the Thanos one. Thanos may have just not known he was a mortal yeah, being. Essentially, true. now when it comes to Thor, Thor probably would have exactly done what you said. He probably would have remembered. The problem in that situation, though is that as Thor is trying to remember about eternity in his mind, Hawkeye is running up to him and yelling at him, oh, you just go get your hammer, and you go fly, and you go ask him. And, no, that and, was and, after they got the stones. I'm talking about, like, in the five years between movie, between the, the time jump. Oh, why he didn't he drinking. go, like, you know, he, why don't we... He was drinking. He was drinking. He was, he was, he was, he was too busy drinking. Yeah, and, and Thor never cared about bringing everyone back. He just cared about getting Thanos' head. That's why he cuts off the head, and that's why Rocket's all like, what'd you do? Like... The one guy that could have helped us figure this fucking thing out, you just cut his head off. And then Thor's like, yeah, I will. Nobody seems head. that mad at him about it. Oh, dude, Rocket is. He goes, what'd you do? And everyone's shocked in that scene, and Thor walks out the door by himself. Everyone's left there, and Nebula, like, closes Thanos' eyes. Yeah, but nobody's it's, ever like, you really fucked everything up by killing Thanos. They we still did. Thanos we just alive. Did. That's why that's they did. And that's they did that. And that happened all off camera. And then Thor picked up his drinking problem and he started drinking and he completely forgot about eternity because, you know, the, the drinking was too much. He was too drunk all the time. 
And and then by the time he could probably remember it, right after Black Widow was told to be dead, he's like, oh, yeah, Eternity. Hawkeye says that shit to him and fuck I him just up. didn't like there was all of a sudden another Deus Ex Machina that's never been mentioned before. You mean you has- mean in, in this genre of, of, of movies, you don't like Deus Ex Machinas? Well, it's just like another one. You are, you Every have, one like, of them is. They, they, there's too many. Captain Marvel is basically a, a walking one. And I know yeah, she, she sure. appears on the Muslim show, right? Which, of course, I haven't watched because I hate Muslims. Because oh, Miss Marvel. Miss, yeah, Miss Marvel is it's a good show. It, it gets a little disjointed at the end, but it is a good show. But that scene is completely tacked on at the very end as an end credit. Oh, apparently really? She's not, she's not on the show? No, not at all. It's like it's oh. apparently a scene from, you know how Ant-Man ended and you got like a small little scene of Civil War? Yeah. And then that was it, right? And it's supposed to be, that's an end credit or that's an end tag, right? That's a, that's a bonus. And that's the same thing here. You just get a small, tiny scene from um uh the marvels or whatever but you don't know it's the marvels but like you find out later when you look at trades and shit and it's like oh yeah the director of the marvels directed that it's part of the sequence of the movie the marvels you know i got this one note and i i tech i I write all these notes out on my phone really like super dark i put it in like the darkest mode the bright like the you know the brightness all the way down and then i do like a special like you know even darker mode that i have set up and um and I, I use it on a black screen and everything. I type it. And I just talk to Siri I, during the during the movies. Siri, Siri, hey, Siri make yeah. a note. <laughs> yeah, right. So I wrote I wrote this down, and I have to type them real quick. And I don't usually get to review my notes yeah. um, while while I'm writing them. I just write it, and then I pray to God I can figure it out later. One just says no Hemsworth idea. bod am gay question mark am gay am trans question mark. Um, no, trans no, this, doesn't have anything to do about sexual uh, sexual attraction. You can be trans no, regardless know, of whether or not you're attracted to. Trans too? Question mark. Can I not be trans also? Well, but yeah, but what about Chris Hemsworth's body would make you realize you're trans? I've already established am gay. Question mark. I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, I All did right, a bit. So, he 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 looked wait, good. Wait, shut but he up! CG. God damn it! I'm trying to tell you All what right. I wrote here on my goddamn notes. We don't have to talk about his bod. We should get into his bod later. Chill, baby cake. What the fuck does that mean? Does that does that ring a bell to you? You got mad at me for not letting you get chilled baby cake out? Uh, yeah, it's something I wrote. I was telling, I was setting up a story that you were just cutting off and like inappropriately not allowing me to finish or even complete. So it's like talking to Bill Maher. That podcast, by the way, Club Random, I literally call it, I don't call it Club Random. I call it Bill Maher Tries to Have a Podcast because it is the most annoying podcast to listen to. It is Bill Maher yelling at somebody for about an hour while they try to like. Yeah, but Bill Maher talks a lot. I I talk way less than you on this podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, you're not as bad as Bill Maher, dude. No one's as bad as Bill Maher. No. Bill Maher is this. uh, Literally, the joke is this. It's not a podcast. It's Bill Maher yelling at somebody about all his issues about woke culture and and people just being like trying to be nice and not get you know Bill Maher. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to do that anymore. I I I'm not, mm. I, I haven't even criticized the wokeness of Thor yet. So, but please, your notes. Chill, baby cakes. No, chill, baby cakes. So yeah, what do you think? What's that? What's that mean? I have no idea. <clears throat> do they say chill, baby cake in the movie? Don't ask me to explain you. <laughs> I, I don't. Do they know. say it in the movie? Do they? I say don't that think I, it does not ring a bell. No. All right. I don't know. All right. Um, I like that. Uh, the planet, I think it's Gore's planet or whatever is like, uh, like a, a first Black and white, like a, no, like a little prince planet. Right. Is that what, don't they go to a, like a little tiny planet that they like walk around real quickly. That's the it's black like and white. Small? planet. That's the black and white planet. I love that. It's like the little prince, like that French story. 
fucking so cool. I thought that was really fun. I, I like seeing the se- that. Season two finale of Rick and Morty as well had a tiny planet. Yes, they did. <clears throat> way, yeah. way larger than this planet. But yeah, it was tiny. That was super tiny. That was great. That was a really good episode. Um, what else? Uh, first Thor movie without Loki. No Loki, right? Other than yeah. Matt Damon playing Loki, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I True. guess in the flashbacks too. I guess in the beginning. I thought those flashbacks were funny in the beginning when they're like, he lost his father. No, he lost his mother. No, he lost his brother. No, he lost his brother again. No. I thought that oh, yeah. was really I, funny. I, I did not like any, anything that Taika narrated did not work for me. So. But I remember oh, yeah, that for sure. you say it. That's the stuff I think... Uh, Honest Trailers was calling like Family Guy jokes or Family Guy style jokes and stuff there was like a, that. There was a bit of that this time. Yeah, it was a lot of mm-hmm. like, remember the time you did that? Yeah. And then they did that again. I feel like they had that whole montage, right? With um, how Thor and Jane broke up. That, well, that kind of had like, a bunch footage, of it. At least. Yeah, that was new. No, footage. it was. It was. But I mean, it had that feeling of like Family Guy, the way they would kind of cut to those moments or that, that you know, the, I thought that kind of felt like. I, I kind of agree, I guess, with Honest Trailers, that, that that kind of felt like Family Guy. <clears throat> um, Guns N' Roses, uh, obviously, was like the yeah. uh, the band for this entire uh, movie. They was, there was other music, that. obviously, Enya included, yeah. included but it, 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 there was a lot of Guns N' Roses. They were going for that that vibe with the... I, I, don't, I don't know. Zeppelin at least kind of worked because it was like Zeppelin was all about... Um, Valhalla. Well, and also just like Lord of the Rings, fantasy, Thor kind of mm-hmm. mesh. Mordor. Yeah, Guns N' Roses didn't mesh. And the joke about Axel, the uh, Heimdall's son, wanted to change his name. It's like, you're a space alien and you want to change your name to the guy from Guns N' Roses? Google Axel right now. I mean, what, what, Oh, yeah, what, he's like so fat, right? Yeah. He's like so bloated and shit. What's his name? Axel something? Axel I keep wanting to say no. Axel Foley, but that, no, that's Axel Rose. That, Axel Rose. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, that couldn't. I couldn't remember. Axel Foley is what I kept thinking of, but that's of course the character from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Do 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 do. Yeah, it's the best. Right. Um, Astrid Axel dead naming. So I thought that was pretty funny too that they talked about the dead naming of uh, of uh, Astrid Axel. Right. Like that was cool. Like they kind of got into that a little bit. In I guess Marvel that, yeah, movie. but he didn't change his name because dead naming only I think works if you change your name along with gender. Does it? I don't know. I didn't know that. Okay. I've never heard of dead naming working with somebody just like changing their you, name. I'm Yeezy now. It's like, well, we still called you Kanye, so you know. Yeah, but what if he like? Oh yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, but there was that one guy that like changed his name to Michael Richards for Nathan for you. I, don't, so I, haven't, seen be... I haven't watched Nathan for you. Prince Dude, changed Nathan his name to you. a symbol. Nathan for you is fucking amazing. That was it is, it is amazing. All right, watch Nathan for you, and then watch the uh, the rehearsal on HBO Max. Otherwise, uh, the rehearsal might not make as much sense. You might feel like it's too too slow of a burn um i thought jane's helmet needed a drop shadow filter added a few times it was like the so bad, the CGI. bad this time, I thought. yeah I, think, I thought the effects overall were kind of weak and, but there and, were times where her helmet had no drop shadow and it just felt like it went straight from her helmet to her skin and it was just a line and i remember thinking like oh man you just didn't finish that effect 
Well, all right, I'm watching, and we can get into this next, but since it's obviously the same universe, uh, I, I have wa- I'm caught up, except for the episode that came out today, on She-Hulk. And between She-Hulk and this, this being a theatrical Thor movie, I don't see that much difference between the effects in Disney Plus shows and the effects in their movies anymore. I've been saying Marvel's effects have been dropping out since Age of Ultron. It, for me, Age of Ultron is nearly flawless until Iron Man's armor in the third act. See, it's not in-game everything. Looked, in- in-game and Infinity War look, look good, though, compared to what we're getting now. Eh, I think at times they didn't. Um, I But really, I started seeing the kind of ch- chinks in the armor uh a little bit more you know i uh i guess um when it came to age of ultron it was literally iron man's uh suit in the third act it just looked like they were missing a pass uh i don't know what it is it looked like a pass i don't know what like a light pass or a texture pass i don't know it felt tracking seems always off he bobble he starts bobbling around age of and civil war his head moves around quite a bit too off his body there's only like one shot of him talking with the helmet off there are a few movies they put right. a lot of effort into, though. I feel like Doctor Strange was the first Doctor Strange was a movie they put a lot of effort into the CGI, and it, and it looks great because of it. And thank God they did, because I think that movie would have failed had the CGI been like shit. But I think they took for granted some things like Spider Man. I think they took for granted some things like Iron Man. Um, and then eventually they started taking granted certain things like background and 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 environments. Right. And everyone was all complained about Endgame's uh, background and environment for the third act, because that was originally supposed to be a a forest that was demolished and they were fighting in a forest, not amongst just debris, a debris forest that was demolished with big ass logs and trees that were broken. All of that was digitally taken out and they replaced it with only rubble from the Avengers compound. That's a really just beige setting for that, for that it is anyways. yeah it is the <clears throat> but wakanda stuff in infinity war looks a lot better because you got at least you know cgi trees and green and stuff CGI oh but black Africa. panther is a perfect example of bad cgi that whole fight yeah, right yeah. killmonger at well, the end there, there's there's a whole controversy now that's happening where like what's the story that affects companies don't yep. work with marvel anymore because the, they're, yeah. they're tired of the way they've been treating them and uh there's that comes with I've seen clips of like Taika just making fun of the effects and how they're not very good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, with Tessa Thompson. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who he was interviewing for. I saw it out of context on another reviewer or something like that. Um, maybe an honest trailers. Uh, yeah. So the, honest trailers had a clip of like from a, a variety YouTube show where Tessa Thompson right, and variety. Taika were talking about it. Yeah. It says that's kind of fucked up to do at a time when like, it's clear that you guys are pushing these people way too hard. Like these movies, Jurassic Park look, took like five years of pre-production and planning and all kinds of work. It wasn't Spielberg working on it entirely at the time, but people were. But these, mm-hmm. but these things, it's just like FX Studios, two months. You get your shots from Thor, you know, and you do those shots. And they're as good as they, they can get them out. But like they're trying to, you know, they're working people 12, 16 hour days. And changing uh, things on them tremendously too, right? Sounds like it. I mean... More and more. I mean, if you think about like X Men Wolverine Origins, whatever the fuck it's called, um, uh, the whole one of the things that Gavin Hood was dealing with with the Fox executives at the time was that like he would walk, he would he would set up a shot, he set up the whole fucking thing, he get it ready, they do the rehearsals, they come in the next day to film the scene, and backgrounds have been changed, repainted sets, and all that shit. And he had no idea what the fuck was going on. 
And that was hell for him as a director to deal with in the production. And it, and it, you know, it reeks, the movie reeks because of it, not just because of that, but because of it and a lot of other things. Um, this is now what Marvel's just taken into a practice, though, with CGI, where it's just like, oh, yeah, whatever the fuck. Change the color. Change the color. Just change the color of that scene. Change the color of this scene. And they apparently, like, minuscule shit to that level or move yeah. this. And um, It's not a bug uh, anymore to them. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a problem. It's like a feature. Like, what, like the, the in-game thing of, like, we didn't actually have the suits made, so we just had everybody wear whatever, and we made them digitally. I, and it's like, just make the fucking suits. You know? Yep, it's like. Exactly. Just have your costume designer make them. It's like, it, 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 I, I know in that case, like a lot of people, most people did not notice that never even noticed that the suits were entirely CG. I, I did not I notice until I was told. Yeah, I don't think I, I knew it until I was told either, but it's like, oh, no, no. I noticed one time there's a boot touching the ground where the contact point on the ground just felt a little off. And I remember thinking that might be CGI. That, that, actually, that was Wait. the only time, though. When Hawkeye goes back to the farmhouse is, is where it, it, that, that suit doesn't look right in, that, in the lighting. I think it's that boot it. when he touches yeah. the ground in that scene, yeah. But my point is is that like all that would have taken was better planning, and, and they could have had the costumes actually physically made for everybody who could right. just put on a costume. But instead, well, they, 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 they build the suits, hundreds, though, too, and they then let, they place you know, them. Yeah, well, they let some people... Instead, some nobodies had to spend all this time in front of the computer to meet a pre-existing bid that the owners of their FX warehouse uh, already already right. bid. And it's like, that's right. Against, eventually, that's going to catch up with them. And I hope I hope it really fucks them over. It did. I think it did catch up with them. I think getting outed like this didn't look good for them, especially with She-Hulk and or Love and Thunder not looking up to par and a lot of people even commenting on Doctor Strange. She-Hulk distractingly bad. It, it it is at times looks really good and at times it looks bad and i think what looks the worst is when she hulk herself breaks the fourth wall not when jennifer walters does yeah. when she hulk does it is she can't she's not looking at the camera she's like looking off camera slightly it's really odd she's those, get it those right. dead dreamworks eyes from like 2009 yep um i i, I uh, to go back i guess uh to your your point um uh, the, uh, Marvel did get outed, right? And, and I think that, that it's having an effect on them now. And they do make suits, right? Like, they do make these suits. They don't always make suits perfectly. Like, sometimes they leave them half, like, you know, made or two-thirds made or only a third made. Like, the Iron Man suit, maybe it's, like, just the shoulders and the helmet kind of thing. And then, like, everything else is pajamas. Or it's, like, you know, ca uh, for Captain America Civil War, Black Panther had a suit. And then they kind of, like, cleaned it up in post. Um, those things are fine. Looks, to some in extent. the making of it, doesn't look that different. It doesn't. It looks better. I think honestly, having its 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 kind of you know natural fabric and folds and it, where where it's imperfect because it's actual fabric or actual yeah. suit. I think that looks great. It's kind of a thing that they really didn't correct in the DC uh, Zack Snyder verse in the DC world. They they kind of are leaving those imperfections of the suits, those wrinkles and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Those still kind of exist in the DC uh, characters. Yeah, the um, CGI of the capes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, while, you know, Marvel does a lot more. I have to commend, though, Marvel for at least building out the Thor suits uh, for both uh, Jane uh, and also for uh, uh, Thor. Yeah. Um, and then they, they actually built those suits. Now, obviously, they went back and CGI'd Jane to make her stronger. 
and and you know and add a helmet onto them because the oh, helmets oh, never you, looked you, right. Okay, I I, I, thought, I assume Natalie Portman just did a lot of uh, pull-ups. Oh no, I think she admitted that some of it's CGI. She she guaranteed she worked out. They all worked out. They all look fantastic. They're all well, hot. They're all right. Yeah, this is what I, you didn't like that I interrupted you because you were reading your notes list. But uh, Chris Hemsworth's bod, that's it's got to be CG this time. He's never had like he, those big muscles uh, that are go like an extra inch over his shoulders. All of a sudden, he has all this extra shoulder muscle, and he's never had that before. So, so it's, it's visible in the back shot where you see his ass. It's like mm-hmm. shoulders are like, like you've never had that. That's got to be added on by Weta. I think. Um, I mean, he, maybe, but I, I, I recall hearing uh, Chris Hemsworth was packing in the most, you know, muscle weight ever for this particular version of Thor that they really wanted him to be, you know, super bulked up because he was coming off of being fat, I guess, uh, was the idea. Um, I, yeah. I saw, I mean, there were photos posted early on when the movie was filming, like in early production. I think it was the first uh, production shot posted was uh, Thor, Chris Hemsworth, and Korg, Taika Waititi, in his motion capture suit. And Chris looked huge in that shot. Huh. So I, I think it might be real. I really do think it might be real. Um, whether or not his ass is real, I think, is an actual debate. Now, I actually am leaning on, I think that was his real ass. Um, but there, there are behind-the-scenes uh, uh, photos of him wearing, like, a little pink underwear. Like kind of like uh, boxer briefs or something huh. like that, um, and and so a lot of people are saying, yeah, those are things he wore, so he wasn't naked on set the whole fucking time, and then for the shot, it would have been what set? It was would have been a green screen set. I mean, they, they could have done a, a little bit set. of the set. They built a little of the set, but yeah, it, really? was some, it was blue screen. I think. I think they actually used a lot more blue screen uh, for this film than they used green screen. I, most of the behind the scenes I've seen, I think, are blue screen. Well, you want to use blue screen uh, if it's supposed to be like daylight, so the bounce is right. Okay, I, I didn't realize. Yeah, because it was it was, it was almost like an like an outdoor in like arena. It was daylight outside. That makes sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, for so, Dune they used uh, tan. Uh, oh yes, green screens, so the bounce is right. Yeah, they did that. Oh yeah, but like that was like oh my god, can you imagine the roto around all that tan? Well, yeah, but but uh, oh that's something I learned god. from corridor crew is that. Just because you have a green or a blue screen doesn't mean you're not rotoing everything anyways. No, but they've also talked about how they now use this uh, cheat um, that's like super fast. I can't remember what it is because I don't do green screen. Well, Adobe screen. has one, yeah. There's a key, yeah. There's like a super fast key uh, now that's like an AI key. Content aware. it's fantastic. Content aware key, yeah. Anyways. That's, that's and, the and one in Adobe and After Effects. One of the pros they had on their uh, episode was like, yeah, we're using that too. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I guess that's just one of the fucking things that's just kind of standard now. Everyone just doesn't really key anymore. They yeah. just fucking throw AI key on it. Um, all right. What else do I have? A little note here. Uh, oh, I thought this was interesting. Okay. Um, so Hercules is shown at the end of the movie, right? And it's like, you know, Zeus is like, oh, my son, go fucking no, hunt Oculus. down Thor or whatever. What? It's Oculus he talks to. No, it's Hercules. Oh, is that what he's saying? Hercules? Yeah, it's Hercules at the end. I heard the name Oculus, and I was no, like, is Hercules. that a guy from fucking, uh, is, that, is that a Greek guy I should know about? Is it a comic character? They say Hercules? Okay. Yeah, Hercules is an uh, Avenger. It's, maybe it's just because of the fucking terrible Italian accent that Greek. Russell did. Greek. Yeah, the Greek. Yeah, the Italian, terrible really. Greek accent. Oh, I mean, I thought it was a waste of Russell, honestly. He was just doing a gay Greek accent 
That's well, it's I, I I get that like okay he's um wait is he Zeus who is he yeah he's Zeus he's Zeus okay so it just it, I, I felt like a waste he's already Jor El like we he can't be two I think it's just Taika's just getting somebody or no or or Hemsworth got somebody from uh, Australia I well just it's just it's just yeah. you got Batman and you've got fucking Jor El and you've got Zeus. Played by Jor-El, even though Zeus is in... We never see Zeus. Wait, no, we do see Wait, Zeus Batman. in the flashbacks. What are you talking about, Batman? Christian fucking Bale. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay, sure. I'm like, that's that Ben Affleck, though. Give me a fucking like, answer! He's the only no, Batman. the last me. Batman. <clears throat> they also but got the, Keaton. But the current... Yeah, but, but he's not a cur- He's not currently. I mean, that was the Well, he time was ago. going to be until Ezra fucked it all up. And he, somehow he's in the... Uh, Batgirl movie. Not anymore. Implies that uh, like a crisis on infinite earth things causes everything to be shattered. Or maybe it takes place during the events of the flash movie. Doesn't really matter now. Cause we'll never see it. And we might not never see the flash movie. And James Gordon in uh, the Batgirl movie was, um, commissioner James Gordon was, what's his face? Uh, uh, JJ. It just, it just, it was three. What's his name? JJ Jonah. What's his fucking real name? JK Simmons. JK Simmons. Yeah. So it's going to be JK Simmons was going to be, the the G- Gordon and Keaton was going to be the Batman. What the fuck? I guess, I, I, yeah, it had to have been a Crisis of Infinite Earths or something. Yeah, shit, that's what but, it was. But we'll never. It doesn't really matter now. We'll never find out. It is confusing to think about. But and they've but recast just, the entire Michael Keaton section of Aquaman into now a Ben Affleck section. But just in terms, all right, in terms of what I was saying about this movie, uh, yeah, that'll be weird. Well, Aquaman's going to be a mess because they had apparently you're cutting out Amber Heard now. So like, what is the movie even going to be? could be everything everything good, just the best parts i'm just i'm just the best hopefully shazam will be okay <laughs> but i don't really know what to the thing it's just post snyder cut it, it was just weird to have uh a, your your current superman's dad jor-el playing Z- zeus and zeus is a dc character granted we only see him in the, the age of heroes flashback mm-hmm. the only time we see him but he's obviously a big he's Wonder Woman's father. He's a, he's a big part. So it just felt, and then also having not the current, but previous Batman who, if we're doing crisis on infinite earth things, and Michael Keaton could be in the DCEU theoretically. So could Christian Bale, even though obviously they, he would never go back to that world. I don't think, uh, although now he's has no problem being in the MCU because he's dead. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not going to ever come back. And so it's definitely a one-off performance. It's not like he signed a five movie picture deal like everyone else has to. It's just yeah, weird. If I, then, it felt like they were they were kind of raiding the DC closet. The are oh, are picking you know the corpse of DC. Just like oh you don't need Russell Crowe anymore because obviously you're not going to make another Superman movie where he talks to Jor El. So whatever. I guess Jor El got deleted at the end of Man of Steel. He did. And Bloodsport. This movie had Bloodsport too. Wait, who's Bloodsport? Idris Elba from the Suicide Squad. Well, okay, yeah, but that's Heimdall was first, right? Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> yeah, but still, Ghost yeah, Rider yeah. was first. Uh, right? he's not he was Ghost in Ghost Rider. Rider. Oh, he's in Ghost Riders too. Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah, that's right. He's the villain. No, he's not. Is he the villain? I thought he was like the the guy that helps or whatever. I, the fuck, right? I do not remember Ghost Rider. I saw that in 3D. I feel like he's throwing like up the entire time. I can oh my bear- god, that was. It was by the uh, Crash guys, right? Not Crash. Uh, uh, Crank. Crank. It was the Crank guys. Yeah. Neville Dean and Taylor. Yeah. Uh, 
And yeah, I was just like, oh, we're going to throw the camera. It's like it's in 3D, you idiots. You can't do that to the audience. It hurt. And they do. It, it was great. Oh, my God. With that shot where you're flying off the cliff and Idris Elba's flying off the cliff backwards and he's just aiming at the camera or not the camera at the car for the camera. Oh, that's such a sick ass shot. He plays Moreau. I think he's like a priest dude or some shit. Dude, it's going to be I haven't seen I don't even know what the last 3D movie I saw was, but it's going to be so weird to have to put those glasses back on for Avatar 2. For Avatar. Oh, yeah. So I was saying for Hercules. So oh, yeah, Hercules. Hercules in the end of this uh, uh, movie, right? Yeah. And this is the, I guess, fourth time we've had like a major character introduced in in a end credit sequence. So yeah, none one of them of these come up, though, have they? Like, we no, they have We still haven't met Adam, or whatever his, he was. Adam Warlock? Well, I guess one of them does, but, like, like we'll get into that. One one's kind of a little bit asterisk, because it's weird timing because of the release. So, the, okay, so, first, if you look at just the films, just the films and, and the actual people that were introduced, Star Fox, uh, Harry Styles, is introduced in Eternals, in the end credit scene. I didn't know that. Clea, uh, Charlize Theron. I have not seen Eternals. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay, no. that doesn't spoil the movie at all. It's I mean, totally... I don't really I do not give a shit about Eternals. This yeah, point. but it doesn't it doesn't spoil the movie to know that he shows up at the end anyways. So anyway, so yeah, so Star Fox is in uh in Eternals at the end. Clea from Doctor Strange in uh in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh Charlize Theron, right? Yeah. She shows up in the end. We'll probably scene. see her again. Yep, and Hercules shows up in Thor Love and Thunder. And then the fourth one is a little bit off because Black Widow was supposed to come out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it didn't because of COVID. And so you were supposed to meet Val, uh, uh, Elaine, right? Uh, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You're supposed to meet her in Black Widow first. You end up actually meeting her first in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And you're supposed to already know kind of who she was. So she was supposed to be introduced in Black Widow. And that would have been also in the end credit scene yeah. where she yeah. shows up with Florence Pugh. I thought it was weird. And then the other thing I thought was weird that kind of well, like, are you just not counting Adam Warlock because you don't actually know who's playing him. You don't actually see him. Right. He's just mentioned. But I'm just talking about. Yeah, I'm just talking about phase four because phase four feels so disjointed in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, um, that was that was Guardians. so it kind of like it's weird like to have these like really major cameos at the end. And then, yeah. And then but none of these films have tied back into each other yet. Not yet. Right. Because they're going they're going to in phase five. We've now seen kind of the the layout of phase five and six and what the end of phase four is going to look like, but it's still a really disjointed phase. It feels like, and I guess why it feels that way is that like phase one was about 12 hours of content and about two hours in, we know that the phase is about assembling the Avengers essentially. And it ends with Thanos leading us into phase two. And then phase two is also about 12 hours of content and about four hours in, we find out that the phase is about the infinity stones. That's in the Thor. Uh, the dark world where uh, Odin starts telling us about these things, these relics before, you know, they're made when the universe was made and shit. And it ends again with Thanos. So we're constantly reminded about Thanos and Thanos is also uh, in guardians. So we kind of yeah. get a little bit more of him throughout. And then phase three is 24 hours of content, right? And two hours in, we already know what the phase is about. It's also about the reassembly of the Avengers. Cause they're, they break up at the end of the two hour mark civil war. And the whole phase is going to be, okay, obviously it's about where these people go on their paths and how are they going to come back to each other to stop the threat that we've been set up in phases one and two. So they all kind of feel like they naturally that the story arc for the audience was clearer 
and we could all kind of go along. And when you go on these tangents like the Guardians, we don't care. We understand where everything's going. Or you go on these tangents about Doctor Strange. We don't care. We understand where everything's going. Or when Sony goes on and has Spider-Man films, we follow Spider-Man over there, too even though it may not directly have anything to do with the actual MCU storylines. Yeah, Spider-Man's a big enough part that it's still it's right. fine. It's his adventure. And you get your little cameos, right, from Iron Man in the first one, and then uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill in the second one, and then you get uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the third one with Wong. But Phase 4, at the time Thor Love and Thunder came out, now since then, I think, yeah, you're right, we've had like a few episodes of She-Hulk and stuff. Um, it was like, it's like 55 hours plus of content. Yeah, and yet you, we, you just got you got to take every season and just count it as two hours of content that's been stretched out, right? You so have, like, you have, this to, you have like, to apply that asterisk that every single season so far of the MCU has just been a movie that they've milked into six to however many episodes. But but to be but to be at fifty five hours of content more than double what Phase Three was in whole, right? Unless Phase, okay. you count the fact that those phases were actually longer because. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. seasons one, two, three, four, whatever, whatever phases they ran parallel to. Don't forget all the Daredevil stuff that happened in the MCU. No, no, Jessica those, Jones. Those. No, I'm not counting the content like Netflix and ABC stuff because they at the time they had no connection to the actual MCU narrative. No, just Josh right? but brother. we're talking. We're talking about 55 hours only of MCU narrative. Right. The, of, the of, Disney Plus show is definitely more mcu narrative then but but what is the story of phase four i'm t- I, I i explained to you what phases one two and three were about clearly and how early that's the on problem, we found them. that's the point the, the phase the, four there's no there's no clear narrative at all here other than new beginnings ass stick everything it's everything it's 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 yeah it's see, phase phase four is the yeah like the disney plus error now where it like is. You have the, you, there's movies that have no point that got greenlit uh, outside of Scar- Scarlet had a movie contract already done and we've already paid her some of the money up front. We have to make a movie with her, even though we just killed her. So you get a point uh, the most pointless movie the MCU's ever made, a movie with a dead character as the lead. And it didn't have to be, though, to be honest, right? It could have been a great movie. They just even chose a weird time for Black Widow's story. For instance, Black Widow's story taking place in between Civil War and Infinity War could be interesting, but it wasn't executed properly. They could Black have just Widow's done a straight story- up prequel before. If you're Black Avengers, Widow's yeah. storyline taking place in literally Budapest, which has been hinted at throughout the entire series. Jeremy Renner's connection, I'm sorry, Hawkeye's connection to Black Widow and how they met. All of that has been this overly hinted at backstory which would have been a perfect fertile ground to write an incredible Black Widow movie. None of it's there. Yeah, no. no, no well, the, the Hawkeye also. Like, what, what did Hawkeye achieve in, in, in Phase 4? Nothing. What, I think what it achieved what it, All of them achieved something, right? The passing of the baton or establishing a new character. And that's the only thing I got out of 55 hours of content yeah. was... Watch your characters that you love get turned into the villain or die. Yeah. And meanwhile, check out these new people. Look how sweet and awesome they are. And oh, yeah, here are some new people that your old characters are going to train and teach. 
I think if if phase four has a, a one sentence, you know what it's about. It's it's the multiverse is finally happening. I guess that's really it is. Yeah, because it is it is the, so that what they call the Infinity Sagas, phases one, two, and three. This is officially phase four, five, and six are called the multiverse saga. Yeah, phase four. I'm just saying it just feels like a really sloppy beginning to the multiverse saga and it feels like every time they could have really tied something into something they didn't like i feel like loki i feel like loki loki was the biggest spider-man uh no way home and doctor strange in the multiverse of madness i felt like those three films should have tied into each other almost as almost similar to the ways that civil war tied into infinity war or Thor Ragnarok tied into Infinity War. Like, I felt like they should have been more through lines of storyline of the narrative of the MCU Phase 4 and not be these super isolated vacuums of their own story. And I get why they're trying to do that because they want all these franchises to have their own ground to stand on. Well, but I'm Sony not here. Doesn't wanna, Sony doesn't want to give their toys away. Like, well, the, the only one that fulfilled its promise was, was uh, Spider-Man because... They actually got the previous two Spider-Men. They did. You're right. So, I guess yeah. The promise, yeah. The promise sure being, oh, all three Spider-Men together. Yep. They did the meme where they're pointing at each other. You know, it's like okay, everything that you could have done with that premise, you actually did in that movie. But Loki did great. Did great though with his premise as well. Yeah, but Loki did great with his premise. I felt like in the idea that you're going to get to Kang in a way, and you're going to get to the end of the timeline. You're going to figure out what this timeline nonsense is. But what Loki fails is is that it just it just ends. You know what I mean? Like it ends and then we continue on in the MCU. And it feels like everything that happened in Loki should have been something that we saw in some other movie. And it's fucked up. We haven't. And here's the other thing. And maybe we did with no way home. And maybe that's what they're trying to say. What no way home is like, no, that's technically what's going on with Loki. But I don't know if that's right. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that's the way no way home presented it, but maybe that is, but here's a better way to put all of this for phase four. A movie you haven't seen. Eternals ends with a giant celestial coming out of the planet and being turned and frozen into marble. Into marble. Earth? Yes. Type this in. And look at this because you need to understand what I'm saying. Eternals, celestial, earth. This is a major spoiler for Eternals, but you have to understand this for a conversation about, about phase four. So Eternals ends with what you're about to see, Felk. And nobody on the planet of Earth in all of Phase 4 has ever gone back and said, hey, what's up with the giant fucking marble giant coming out of the planet that stopped all of a sudden? Because how it turns the marble will will spoil Eternals too much, so maybe I won't do that part. I won't explain how it becomes marble. I'll watch it eventually. I mean, I've got a lot more to do. So I won't tell you. All right. I won't tell you how it becomes marble, but it, there is a giant being, a celestial being, frozen it as marble coming out of the planet, and nobody in the entire planet gives a shit about that. That's the problem with phase four. That should have been tied in, even if that was just simply tied in as a news, you know, like uh, a bit about like, hey, you know, coming up soon, check out tours to Titum. You know what I mean? Like that could have been what you had as your as your little seg like little tie in little what segue it in little oop see there it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like how we're dealing with Titan and oh we have to have battles on Titan to prove that he's still part. And I don't not give a shit about that. Thor, unless I'm 
missing he's not mentioned in anything it's this giant marble bean coming out of the planet well he's not coming out of the planet as marble he's turned into marble to stop him and nobody on earth talks about it it's so fucking I, I, weird I, I, it's I'll not have to mentioned watch the turtles movie i mean i i don't it just looks so awful i didn't want to see it has it. penetration dude it has full penetration shots Dude, you can literally see Richard Madden's dick going in Gemma Chan. They actually have a close-up shot of his dick going in Gemma Chan. Yeah, what do I get? How do I Google that image? Dude, just type (laughs) it in. Richard Madden's dick going in in Gemma Gemma Chan. And you know what the funny thing is? It's because she's Asian. Her pussy's sideways. Isn't that weird? It's Google's Eternals penetration, Jeff. Oh, my God. uh, Don't see any images that look like what you're describing so far oh dude it's so hot it's my favorite it's my favorite part of the whole fucking movie and imax too you can see all the penetration uh, i guess i can share a screen <laughs> we'll see crash crash is it working can you see it so this is what you get if you google eternals penetration jeff uh that looks like it's from mortal combat Dude, yeah, that's the, a blowjob. Oh, that's, that's it. Definitely that's not. It. Re- that's 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 re- that's from Eternals. That's it. That's from Eternals. Isn't that hardcore? Yeah, fucking crazy. That's yeah, Richard Marvel, Madden. Yeah, it's Richard Madden and Gemma Chan. See, the whole thing is that they really wanted to make a drama. They wanted a real drama. I don't know. I wonder if these yeah, gifs are coming. It. There's all these black and white erotic gifs. This is all it. This is all the scene. Yeah. Is this Britney? Britney Spears reacting like that? I don't know why that came yeah, up when she, I googled Eternals penetration movie. gif. She doesn't like that scene when they're penetrating because she's in like penetration. Wait, is that Barry Keoghan from yeah, the Joker? He's horrible. He's horrible in Eternals. So wait, the current Joker is it, or the current Black Label Joker or one of the two current Black Label Jokers yes. is also in the MCU? God, this is confusing. I don't want to live anymore. It's incestuous. Anyways, um, so that's, like, my, that's my point yeah, right. about Phase 4. Okay. Is that it's, it doesn't make sense that Tiamat is coming out of the planet is his head his hand and no one gives a shit and i like i said it could have been just summed up with a quick line if someone said like oh yeah the tour around tiama you know costs this much or starts today or whatever the fuck just something that acknowledges that like hey guess what we know there's a fucking thing coming out of this planet i mean i don't have this problem because i didn't know that it happened i've never seen eternals and didn't know that, that happened so really it's your fault for watching eternals or your fault for not being upset because you were didn't have enough information. If you had enough uh, information, you'd be upset too. No, I don't even. Anyways, believe, I don't even believe you that this hurdles exist. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, I I give Thor: Love and Thunder five out of five boys, um, and it is right up there with the best of the best of the Marvel for sure. Yeah, we'll get Thor back. We don't do ha- we don't do hats anymore. Ha- hats. Gonna do hair. Well, yes, they're technically all hats because they're all wigs because John Travolta is bald. But uh, we don't we don't pair John Travolta hairs uh, without Dorn. Uh, and uh, I guess we don't know what what Dorn thought of Thor: Love and Thunder until we should he comes get Dorn. On. We should get Dorn real soon for October. He loves uh, Halloween. He would love talking about the old Hallows Eve and good time to do some Marvel hats too or hair. Excuse me. Now you got me saying hats. Yeah. Well, MCU hats. Cool boys cool, wearing hats. All right. Well, Captain America, he's a beanie. <laughs> I would wear a beanie. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll oh, give you one more. Iron we'll, Man, we'll, we'll, he's, we'll he's a baseball up. cap. We're already at uh, an hour, so we're good for content. But uh, I watched White cool. Lotus. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Did you like it? 
Uh, I I think I'd enjoy a rewatch more than I watched wait, like, the wait, first wait, time. Wait, wait, I don't want to hear you right now. I got to pee real quick. Can we just do a quick pee break? Oh, yeah, we can just pause it, remember? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're recording again. <laughs> See, your bit didn't make an air. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I, I, I confirm with you post urine breaks to, uh, before we start recording, because you have to sell me something off the air, but I thought you thought you were on air and did a bit. So I, I know. Then you yelled at me after I did my bit because I I shouldn't have done my bit. So then you cussed me out, and then thank God we were on air when you cussed me out. It'd be so embarrassing. Oh, do I not have those up anymore? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless awesome. now, I mean, isn't seriously, it? When Felt gets angry, yeah, it's like it's like Daddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut Daddy. the fuck up, Bruce. Don't hurt me, Daddy. Can you hear? Can you hear the soundboard? Maybe we're, maybe I don't have that wired right. Shut the fuck up, Bruce. I can't hear anything. Oh really? Have you been playing? Have you been playing soundboard tonight? I've been playing soundboards this whole episode. Oh my what god! What don't you get about shit. it? Huh? I don't wonder why those aren't going to you. I wonder if they're recording. Hold on. Uh oh. I want you off the fucking set, you prick. I don't yeah, they're know. definitely recording. You can't hear them. Nope. I don't hear shit. Oh, that might be wrong. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. I hear that. Okay. I hear that one. I had the I had the uh, the non cool boy soundboard, uh, aka PC sounds, going to the wrong place. They were recording, but they they were only playing in my earbuds. They weren't going to you. Hey. So you couldn't hear hey. any when we were talking about Christian Bale. I was using them. Give me your oh fucking God, answer. No Oh, oh, that I may no have been idea. that may have been why we were we were having such a weird conversation. We, we, we were having communication problems. You see, I, oh I thought God. you could hear. I thought you could hear all these things. No, I didn't Seriously, hear man, you. I, thought, I was like, "This is good." Felk, 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 stop. What the uh, fuck is it with you? Doing soundboards, but no, no I'm, doing, I'm not. doing the whole podcast. Am I going to walk around? I kind of liked it when I didn't know they existed. To be honest, <laughs> okay. Well, I can cool it on the soundboards. Obviously, this will grow old eventually. I honestly thought for this entire episode there was no sound like going on. I was like, "This is nice. It's like a nice conversation." I don't have some random actors yelling at me <laughs> because sometimes it seems like I'm just getting berated for an hour, twenty minutes. Well, you, like, you can hear. I mean, you can mean, hear the cool boy soundboard yeah, stuff. Huge cock. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I haven't built the soundboard yet from the stuff you've sent me, but now that I have some free time, I'm going to build them up. Uh, as soon nice. As All right, so White Lotus. Uh, yeah. You saw, Hold on, you saw let me, White Lotus. Let me, let me try to think of what's an appropriate uh, soundboard for White Lotus. Uh, okay. What is it, Dolphins? That one doesn't really work. What is it? Porn? He does. I don't see how a world that makes such wonderful what, things. Was that Little Mermaid? Yeah, I, I said Caribbean or island soundboards. <laughs> and I got Little Mermaid, a lot of Ursula soundboards. It's all, well, it's, it's very heavy. I want to see. Big Trouble Little China has nothing are. to do with fucking uh, islands. I want to see. want to hear them dancing, walking around on those. What do you call them? Feet. Okay, you up sounded a little too walk, white up where there. they talk, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of and your world. world. We got that on Disney Plus. No, that was D twenty two or whatever it's called. D 
Dude, that fucking movie is going to be awesome in 3D I, fla- or in, in live action. Flounder? You can actually see Flounder. I was like, I was like, Flounder! Oh my god, Flounder looked super cartoon, but like real fish. It looks so weird. And then same thing. I like, I love. I mean, everyone in the house is just so like so excited to see you know this live action Little Mermaid. Fucking awesome. Looks so nobody. Cool. Nobody said. She, uh, no, she... nope, nope, nope. Nobody asked why she looked blue. Ballard, they can't swim. Uh, that's that is the joke. That is the joke that they're saying online. I thought it looked great. Um, I, I think oh, I did not think it looked great. I thought it's very obvious. I mean, it looked as good as Aquaman, which is all you can expect for dry for wet. I, I just it wish we better than Aquaman. I thought actually. Because Aquaman had like, um, it's like one shot. It, it, it's like a couple shots, I thought. But yeah, it, yeah. But uh, Aquaman had um, and they could have really worked on those shots, too. Right. To make sure they sell them for the teasers. But uh, Aquaman had this feeling of people on a on a on a CGI set. And this actually felt like she was at least in that little, you know, little dugout cave oh. area for all her stuff is, you know, all her little knickknacks, paddywhacks uh, are chilling. Yeah, so they probably they probably good. yeah it's just it's just an underwater cave they probably could have built that with some spackle you know yeah give her a little bit of a set to work with but uh but Aquaman though I mean there's been some time since we, Aquaman's come out thank God but Aquaman definitely that that's a great movie with really bad CGI like really bad CGI I don't mind the CGI I, it's cartoonish because the tone of the movie is cartoonish oh yeah and though you get away mean, with like, I mean, you can get away with cartoonish stuff for Little Mermaid obviously because it's fantasy. Uh, I'm I'm tired Flounder. of this trend. I'm tired of this fucking trend, though. Of, of what? That this Disney's doing this. Like they don't have to do anything anymore. It feels like like it's it, it's it's diminishing returns. Like eventually they're gonna yes. run out. Like what what you happens? Mean, you, you mean the uh, uh, live action versions of their animated classics? The live action or or quote unquote live action because some of them are just completely CGI. Right, like Lion, Lion King. King. We've always mm-hmm. been asking, what are they going to do when they run out of these? And I think they just answered us with with this last Disney D twenty three, whatever it's called, because uh, they announced a new Lion King prequel that's live action. Oh yeah, was that Mufasa or something? Right? Yeah, the Lion King Mufasa. Why? Yeah, <laughs> because the the Lion King remake made a lot of money for them. So, um. This is going to sound stupid. I think I've said this before on the podcast. Um, uh, so Disney made uh, The Lion King 2. Um, and yeah, it is fu- Yeah, and it is fantastic. I have it right over here. It is fantastic. It has good music. It actually has really good music. It has a fantastic story. Um, it is a perfect movie ready for adaptation. There's no reason to go back to the AI supported James Earl Jones voice acting yeah, for I think Mufasa. That's, I think that's what it's going to be is that new James Earl Jones AI they built. Right. Cause that's, so it's just a, just a free actor, right? They already paid the, the rights. They already bought the rights for that. I'm sure. Right. So they're yeah. good. So, I mean, I'm sure at this point they just hire a bunch of cheap ass actors to do voice acting and they don't have to hire any other big people, but maybe they'll go big and they'll get a bunch of big actors to go along with their AI James Earl Jones. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know why. It, 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 Lion King Two is fucking awesome. 
it it's an it's a cartoon, and if you're at all interested in what happens to Simba and his family after the events of Lion King, honestly, Lion King Two is not going to be a disappointment. It's fucking I, good. I have not seen any of the direct video uh, Disney movies. Maybe since I was Lion King One and a Half is not as good, and that one that's the one where Timon and Pumbaa you see their story and how they finally meet Simba. Um, and you see like their angle on everything during the events of Lion King, but uh, that was I, I did watch the, re- the the Lion King remake, the the quote unquote live action one. That and, one's uh, really hard to watch, dude. It's it was tough to get through, man. I, I yeah, it was really a weird hard. it was a weird fucking the weirdest back to back screening I've ever done. I just Sunday night, you know, got to work the next day. Just, Put on some movies. I watched The Lion King on Disney Plus, and then I watched The Lighthouse. I think on Netflix. Wow! And uh, I was just like, these movies should not have been watched back to back. No. So you essentially watched one movie that the masses uh, would have watched and gone, "This is so good, yay!" And then put I on a black and white film, right? And then put on a black and white film that the masses would have gone, "What the fuck, what is, fuck this? is this movie?" While if you put it on for an artistic group of people, a little bit more criticism and critical thinking, you might have them go, but Lion King go, I can barely get through this drivel. This is mind numbing. And then they get to the lighthouse and go, wow, this is fucking awesome. I hated both of them, but I I was able to at least watch the Lion King as a movie, which it kind of is. Uh, But, you know, I hated the lighthouse, but it was just I I, I can't. Which one did you like more out of those two? The Lion King? Probably the Lion King. No way! Lighthouse is way better. Okay, we're talking about the wait. For the audience's sake, we're talking about the recent "quote unquote" live action Lion King, not the original. The original yeah. Lion King is is far superior to any of the films we're talking about. Yes, I'm talking about the remake done by, directed by John Favreau. The and Beyonce, I'm about the, the, the Beyonce Lighthouse, one. starring uh, Robert Pattinson and, and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> preferred the Lion King remake. To to not have been called these two the of these should King? never be compared together. I mean, they should never be no, mentioned no, they in shouldn't. the same sentence. It's just like, I think the Lion King remake with Beyonce yeah. should not have been called the Lion King. I think it should have been called the Lion Queen. And I'm not trying should to be called silly. Beyonce or or to call Nala, honestly. And they should have leaned heavier on following Nala and not follow Simba. We know the Simba story. If I want the Simba story, I'll go to the fucking cartoon. You should have given me a Nala film because trying to balance the movie that we did get where you have uh, uh, Childish Gambino being Simba and the Simba story in general and then also Beyonce trying to like one up everybody and have her movie did not work. So just give in to Beyonce, give in to the, in, into the Beyonce I mean... and just make it about Nala. No, you're given notes that would have helped them, but I mean, I I don't want to do that. I want to tell them, don't remake the Lion King with photo accurate lions because it doesn't fucking work because lions can't deliver emotions the way the animated lion can. So you just look at these dead eyed cats for two hours straight. Hang on, hang on. I've seen movies like Roar, right? I've seen movies like all kinds of shit where actual lines are on set back when you could actually have lines on set. Um, lions can emote. When people say horses can't emote, that's bullshit. They can't. Dogs can emote. They can, they can act. They can it's emote, but they it. can't, they can't a lot of a it, range of on. human emotions. That, no, you're right. 
But hang on, with this, with the help of music and human actors, you can go further with an animal's acting, right? Even with that, right? That all helps the animal's, you know, portrayal of the character. It didn't work in The Lion King, is but, my point. Yeah, well, hang on. A real lion sequence would have been better, would have actually felt real, would have had the, the power, the mysticism, the wild nature, the unchecked raw literal strength that this line could exhibit in a moment. That's not a movie that but, can be made, and, though. But, I mean, they've made movies like that in the 70s. But Lion King, the remake, yeah. those lions did not work. They were dead-eye. Everyone's also upset about Pumbaa and Timon because they're like... They especially they, didn't work. They look too real, they look too real, and so they're gross. I, I thought they were better characters as real-life-looking animals. The I don't lines like the voices not either. work at all. It's Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. Those are both bad choices. Yeah. Um, but the lines just never worked for me. Like, at all. Like, they just never felt right. They looked no. like real lions, but they just never felt Scar right. Scar in particular did not work. Uh, I thought that was... That, that one, the, the menace of the animated version, it's just like, you could see Jeremy Irons' face in the animated... Oh. Uh, scar whereas this one was just another uh, just another lion mm -hmm. you, I, mm -hmm. I, you couldn't even tell i couldn't even tell the fucking lions apart half the time i didn't know i was looking yeah, at they, nala or simba well, I, and, and more to the point like it's just like I, we're supposed to be talking about white lotus but <laughs> um, oh yeah white lotus uh we can say that for next episode um but uh just in general like the lion king it's it's an 88 minute movie. I think the extra 30 minutes was all Nala, obviously, like you yeah. said, just trying to increase her character. But even in those 88 minutes, like I remember the fucking the, the opening song. Uh, I remember Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Um, all the other songs were just like be, be prepared. I remember that having cool imagery to it, but without the imagery and just having live action like that's not a good song. Um, I don't know why uh, the manufacturers of, of HIV medicine prep haven't licensed that song from Disney. Wouldn't that make a great mm -hmm, prep commercial? Mm -hmm. um, be prepared. But like, yeah, I, I just can't wait to be king. I was like, is this a fucking new song? So I think wait, I googled it on my phone. Scar again? No, it's um. Oh, who is it? It's is oh, it Chewittle. It's Chewittle, right? Oh, was it Chewittle before? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. Uh, wait, I thought it was Marshala Ali. Who? Marshala Ali. Marshala? Marshala Ali. Mahershala? The new Blade. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's him. I think it was... It's, it's uh, she will tell you before. Whoever it is, didn't, I mean, they can't be Jeremy Irons. Where are you going? I'm, I'm pulling the Blu-ray over here. I have it. Let me see. You have the Blu-ray of the Lion King remake? Yeah, it's how I saw it. I didn't see this one in theaters. I just bought it, and I was wrong to do so. Yeah, it's yeah, Chewittle. Yeah, it's Disney Plus. It's huh. Donald, Seth, Chewittle, Alfred Woodard. She's fantastic, right? She plays uh, his mom, Billy Eichner, with Beyonce, Knowles Carter, and James Earl Jones. It should say James Earl Jones AI from she now got a on. Whiff, I went... huh? she, got, she got a whiff. Yeah, she got a uh, whiff. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he? Uh, it's going to be stated as James Earl Jones? Or James Earl, James Earl Jones AI software brought to you by IBM or some shit, the whatever it is. The credits for uh, Obi-Wan just said James Earl Jones. Yeah, because I think he did help, and they played around with his AI, though, still, too. I think it was a combination of both. I think they'll still say James Earl Jones. 
won't, you know won't why get... they probably will? They'll probably get his help just to be able to say that. Yeah, until he dies, it'll just say James Earl Jones. But when he uh, dies, what happens then? Is it going to just say his AI? My point is there's a lot of uh, stuff from the actual Lion King that wasn't really that memorable or good. That it, it, it like I thought there was more memorable stuff for them to even remake with live action lions. I don't know how they're going to do uh, Little Mermaid, make that work for, for modern audiences unless they completely subvert the character, which is what they did with uh, Beauty and the Beast, I guess. We're like, now Belle's a feminist. <laughs> and it's like, it's the same thing with Little Mermaid. Like, she just wants to be married so goddamn bad, like, to complete her. It's, 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 uh, that trope's already been, like, deconstructed so much. With That's what Frozen is, I think. So it's like, I don't know how they go back to this well without changing it up it can't just be a like well, i'll make her black it's fine this time it's they, they have to fundamentally change what ariel like values and what she wants i guess they'll focus you know more on really, her wanting to be on the land i guess so this is kind of um uh this is dorn uh and katie uh uh who've been on the show in the past dorn yeah. much more so than katie but katie's been on the show uh his uh, wife um so katie Always has claimed to be thing. the first uh, woman who's ever been on the show, which you, that was not entirely accurate. Well, it's cl- close enough. It's good close enough. enough. Um, uh, Katie has this thing that uh, we adopted in our in our household. Um, we, we learned it right away with her uh, when we had a kid. It was this uh, idea. Oh, my God. I hope it's Katie now that I'm saying all this on a fucking podcast. Stupid me. But um, if not, I'll give Katie credit for this. Um, Hold on. So what? It's time for spoilers. Spoilers for Katie. Is this spoilers for? I don't know. I don't know. Can we spoil a person? I, I don't think they're spoiling a person. Anyways, so um, so Katie uh has this thing where um uh when when do we talk about princesses like Disney princesses and stuff like that? She would always state it as the they music. would go to the uh, Prince of Charming or whatever. They go with their prince to move on with their prince. I'm telling this horribly because I'm super stoned and tired. But um, Drax to help. So she uh, would be like, you know, oh yeah, they, they lived happily ever after after they went to college and got a degree. And so that was like a, so that was a thing that we always added into every story moving on when yeah. we would get to those points where like it summed up real fast. It was like, and guess what lady, you got your man and it's all done now. We would always add on to that story. And you know, and she went to college and got her degree before. She Propaganda had, you know, for the college industrial complex though. Essentially, yes, Do you right. really need to go to college to do, to achieve happiness? I don't Biden's know. Loan forgiveness seems to imply you do. I think I think college can be great for those that want it and need it. And there's trade schools for those that I think want to do that kind of stuff too. I think that's pretty cool. It's better than being told what to do at the uh, age of one. That, that your life. All college is being told what to do. It's liberal indoctrination. No, I mean at or, the age of one, like being told what you're going to be doing in life. Like you're going to be a janitor. Oh, great. <laughs> I get to be a janitor when I'm older. Ben Shapiro says I don't need to go to college anymore. I can't hear gonna. you. You're rocking their music so loud. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think about White Lotus? <laughs> I think I talked about White Lotus before. Yeah, you I did. It. You're, 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 you're give your thing. I'll, I'll just give my response to that. Um, I didn't. I thought it was going to be like based on the opening. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for White Lotus. It's time. 
right. uh, I thought the <laughs> opening I'm... where like you see the, the dead body and you don't know who it is. I was like, oh, it's a murder mystery show. And then like it's not a murder mystery at all for the entire show. And I was just like, someone supposed to get murdered? Is it like because I was thinking like obviously who is it? who is it? But didn't I tell you that? Didn't I set you up that way so that you yes. didn't think that? But you still got stuck thinking about it. No, I remember you mentioning it, so I thought it was very significant. And like, oh, this is going to affect the entire show. Oh yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And it's no. a red herring too, because like the, when they finally give you who's going to die, it's the old guy who likes uh, Stifler's mom. Uh, so it's like, oh, okay, it's obviously not going to be him. It's going to be someone else. There's going to be a subversion it's of be expectations. It ended up being be Alex. It, I th- well, it, it possibly, but if it was. Uh, I guess, but because the guy who actually killed the guy who dies is fine. The the asshole boyfriend kind of character who uh, I don't know if like he, he you're supposed to hate him or feel sympathetic. It's like it's complicated. I, I According to IMDb, the entire show was about white privilege. And <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, for sure. Uh, I yeah, guess. I, I don't know. If the whole show is about that, but a lot of it definitely tackled that for sure. Well, it, it's a it's a very confusing show. I, I I don't know what its message or what it was trying to tell me is. Uh, I, I thought it was, it was okay. trying to portray um, a, okay a lot of different. I thought it was portraying a lot of different thought processes in a positive light, in an open perspective light, and it, I don't think it was trying to say that one was better than the other. But I definitely think, I mean, I I definitely think morality of any person would help determine what you thought was the right way or the wrong way or, you know, whatever was proper or not proper or was racism or white privilege. But, um, um, it, I thought was really good. And I, I thought that I thought every character, every storyline, um, had something I took away from it. I do not like, what's her name? Jennifer Coolidge. She won an Emmy by the way, uh, for best supporting actress for it. Um, yeah, she's great. I, I do not like her. I don't think she's a good actress. I think she's very distracting looking. Uh, just I think I, she's I find... in the sequel. Oh, really? I think she's the only cast member going into the next show. I just did not get her character or I did not find her character interesting. I didn't, didn't like, like her. I like the, the she's the, super white privilege. That was, the, 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 well, yeah, that's that's I get that theme. She doesn't she's understand the biggest white privilege character of all of them. I mean, a lot of them have it, including the family. The family's very white privilege, obviously. And then there's the couple and they're very white privilege as well. But um, Jennifer Coolidge's whole thing of being like, I'm going to help take you away to the to black lady from this place. You've got talents beyond what you know. I'm going to I'm going to get you there. I got the money. Yeah, she I got the connections. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, guess what? Yeah, I kind of fell in love. That's all I really needed. I didn't really need you anything. I just needed it doesn't something. Look like she gives her like 50 grand, though, at the end of the the. the series but that's still not enough right it's more like here's money do it on your own you know i mean like you could do it but like it's it's not it's not what she didn't give or what she did give it's just that she said she would do something because she looked down on this person and thought she could help him and then on top of that when she finally gets that person to give in into it all 100 percent, she then abandons them yeah yeah that, that, that's I, it's I get so it. fucked it was so fucked up. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think didn't we've like all done that line. to some extent, right? Like we've all done that, like, not necessarily in a white privilege way or in a racist way, but like we've all done that to someone somehow or d- had a moment like that in life where not me. we left somebody. You've been perfect. 
Um, and, and the, and the, and the, and the obviously the fiance with the, uh, with the mom that was out of control. Like that was weird. And that yeah, was, was really Shannon, sad. Right. Yeah. Molly Shannon. And that was a really sad of the way, like he kind of forces Alexandra Daddario's character into like knowing that her life will be always tied into her looks and her ability to put out in the bedroom. And if she can't look good and if she can't put out in the bedroom, she's not important to him. And and she chooses that life when she has an opportunity to not choose that life. She does double down and choose that life. And that was so human because that was such a real moment where, yeah, in a movie, in a, in a, in a, in a grandiose movie, in a, in a you know, a, a rom-com or whatever, a drama, like that character, like closer, like the movie Closer, like that character would have left would have said fuck you and walk down New York City streets looking hot as fuck and moving on to the next dude they're going to fuck or like 500 days of summer move on to Mika Kelly right that's but that's not movie. what happens it is but that's not what happens in this it's actually real the fear of no security the fear of actually having to go out there in the world and do it yourself the fear of having to struggle from the bottom of the rung of the ladder and actually crawl to the top or just got to look maybe hot and just not upset my husband is such a more realistic response and such a more realistic like reaction to that situation that it was just so believable. And it's so heartbreaking because as she's saying like, yeah, let's do this thing that I don't want to ever do again. She's smiling saying, yes, I'll, I'm okay. I'll be okay. And you're like, oh my fucking god, this is heartbreaking. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I, I don't, I, I kind of, I guess I didn't pay it super attention to it. I mean, I probably was doing a lot of Amazon shopping during it. I paid attention anytime I thought Daddario might be naked, which was not a lot. Or anytime Every she morning. Show her body, she shows her body quite a bit. It, it's good. Yeah. Um. Uh, or when Sydney Sweeney was on screen, um, I did want to mention that there was an an ASMR sequence. Yeah. Uh, what was that? <laughs> I mean, that was like our third episode was me telling you what ASMR was mm -hmm. uh, very early on. And now you got to see two very pretty girls doing ASMR. Like a drug, basically. <laughs> They're almost they were like, let's do some weed. Let's do some oxy. Let's do some ASMR. And then mm -hmm. just creating crinkles and little sounds and stuff. I was like, what is the scene? It, that it scene goes on for like ASMR. three minutes long. I think it was because they really wanted people who like get into ASMR to really get into it. I don't know. I don't get into ASMR, so it doesn't like. I know what it is. Obviously, yeah, you you educated me. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I don't. I don't. It doesn't work for me. I guess for the way it does for others. So that scene was just kind of like okay. Was it this show? This a show giving you some ASMR if you like it. I guess. I guess so from Sydney Sweeney and that other. It definitely woman didn't give it hot. any. Didn't give it any like character development or anything. I mean, I, I didn't really get Sydney Sweeney. By the way, she was nominated for uh, best actress and didn't win for Euphoria season two, and this same maybe uh, best supporting actress for White Lotus, which she lost to Jennifer Coolidge, who won. Hmm. Uh, so she had double. She she went in with double nominations. I don't really know why she got one for White Lotus. Uh, she doesn't do that much. It felt like she's kind of the reactionary. Seemed like the other girl would get the nomination. Or her Did friend. Dario didn't get nominated. I don't believe Dario got nominated. No. Oh wow! Yeah, I would have thought she would have been nominated for sure. 
I don't know why Sydney Sweeney was though. She didn't really do that much in this. Well, Sydney Sweeney had that one breakdown moment, which was really good when she's acknowledging how her whole family's fucked up. And that she understands that, like, you know, that this, her friend, like, literally set her family up to, to to steal from them. And then that resulted in potentially her mother even getting hurt. But she was like, I don't give a fuck. My family's fucked up. I, I don't care. I'm still with you. Like, I, maybe it was something for that. Maybe it was the way she talked down to her brother. I thought her brother was fantastic. I thought her dad's character yeah, was... Was her so brother crazy. gay? Was was that his thing? He was gay for those guys? With I don't the think so. I don't think it was gay, but maybe... Um, I thought her brother was just more of a, a um, I knew a lot of people, I would say, I, I, I guess in high school, uh, and then going through college who just kind of never knew what they wanted to do, like just never could never figure it out. And just kind of still to this day, don't really know what they want to do for like a job. And they're really intelligent people who have taken on like really kind of, you know, you know, whatever, like, you know, mundane tasks or whatever. And then, you know. And I went to college with some of these people, and um, and I, it's just I guess there's there's like a liberating freedom, in just kind of not having a career or a salary, um, and just kind of moving and bouncing around and kind of being nomadish, nomadic, um, and so uh, I think that's kind of what this kid was going through. So that I I attributed my own experiences to that. Um, yeah. uh, not my experiences in being nomadish, nomadic, but, uh, and having friends that were that way. So I guess you that's were a what pizza it was. delivery driver. That's kind of like being a nomad moving from one no, but, like, I, I, place I, I to another. I have friends that like could, just could not stop traveling still to this day or in other countries. And they don't really, some, some know what they're doing now more because they did the traveling, but like they did a lot of traveling to get to the, know where they are. And some are still trying to figure out what to do and what, what they want to be, I guess. Um, and just having a good time is kind of all that matters. Um, but uh, like from college friends and stuff and things like that for old college friends. But um, so I guess I just kind of attributed to that. I didn't really think of it as, as like coming out of the closet. But uh, I didn't really know what was going on with this character, like why he was so into the. the, the I think he was just lost in screens. I think he's just so lost in, in screens and iPads and, and, and phones that he didn't even have a chance to even be him. And I think once he had a chance to actually touch nature and be a part of something real, it was more addictive. And I think oh, yeah. that's kind of what that is. Now, I think realistically... I think you, 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 you might have got the show more than I did. Well, I think realistically that was the unrealistic response. Like, it's, speaking earlier about Dario having the more realistic response when given a, a, a crisis situation, um, the brother definitely went with, I think, what I'm sure a lot of people would actually do. But I think the more realistic response in that kind of crisis situation would be more like, well, I'll get back into my screen. Once I get back to L.A., I'll get my screen and then I'll be fine and I'll be able to play my games and social media on my screens or whatever the fuck. So I think I think that probably is a little bit more fantasy that he went off as a, in canoeing across the Atlantic. I'm sorry, the Pacific. Um, Hawaii is clearly in the Pacific. I'm so stupid. Um, anyways, um, and then but I, like, I thought the parents were, I wish the I thought the parents were like were kind of nice representations of 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 like you know just kind of like white privilege too and it was an interesting way to see it. It was, like that, it was nice to see Steve Steve's on again. I haven't seen him in a long yeah. time. I was like, oh, you, you saw him as an ape in uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that but, actually. <laughs> he's he's the he's the naked ape. The bad ape is his technical name in the series. Um, 
but uh yeah steve zahn's like he's he plays like a like a woke father who's like trying to be woke but still kind of coming from another perspective so he's trying to be i guess quote unquote pragmatic from an older perspective of dogma of 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 culture and 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 society and then the mom was trying to be like like she wasn't I, I didn't feel like she was MAGA, but like they definitely try to prop her up more as like trying to, you know, uh, 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 be apologetic for white men. Um, and and, it's, and well, so, the term and, the term you're looking for, I believe, is based. Um, is that really that is that what the base means? I really don't based know. Based is the opposite of woke. OK, so, yeah, she's based, I guess. Yeah, she's very based. Yeah, yeah I guess based is how I describe that character. It's not necessarily Maggie. You don't even have to necessarily be a Republican. Uh, Bill Maher, right. for example, is an example of a Democrat who's based. based. Uh, gotcha. So, yeah. Th- I did that, not know that, what based means. She, you just she definitely me could not be. Yeah. Well, uh, listen to Elson to Ben Shapiro. So I, I know the differences between these terms because, I mean, from the left, it's just all you're all you're all right. If you think anything that's against dogma. So uh there there are distinctions because like obviously there's democrats who are on the side of republicans but don't agree with any of the actual republican tulsi gabbard being an example tulsi gabbard filled in for tucker carlson recently it's like no way really yeah yeah she 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 was she hosted his entire show as a guest wow, host. i had no idea uh she's pretty good i watched quite a few clips uh she was she was fun wow. better nicer to look at than tucker too uh um, but uh, you, yeah, but like, yeah, but base is what you you call it when it's apolitical anti wokeness who's like responding. So yeah, so she's super base, and that was fun. Yeah, which because uh, see that character, she, she's supposed to be like a CEO of like a Google or something. She's supposed to be yeah, a CEO to be a big of, deal of, yeah. of a tech company, and it's like there's no tech companies who feel that way. So it kind of that was like, I mean, maybe in private they they do, and they have to publicly say something different. Which I guess they kind of got implications with that. Why she has to like. Put on a different like persona when she's doing the. Uh, I love when she has to find the the spot Skype in the thing. hotel room. Yeah, pro- right? yeah. Look it around. To yeah, get that right she, spot. Basically, creating this fake person who's her work mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. So no, for that sure, that's totally been. what it is. And then it was, it's also nice though too when she comes to she has her interaction. Connie Nielsen has her interaction with Alexander Daddario, and Alexander Daddario is like, "Hey, I kind of need help to figure out what I want to do in life." And and on top of that, you know, this is kind of where I started. By the way, I I love you. I'm a fan. This is what I did for you. And and then Connie Nielsen's like, "Fuck you! That was a shitty fucking thing you yeah. did to me. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" And then that's a big part of why Alexander Dario's character is just like, "I guess I gotta go back to him because uh, people don't like me she and I'm shit." A, yeah, she 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 thought she wrote a puff piece about her, and, and she she the actual yeah, person yeah. thought it was like scathing and mean. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so well done too. That was such a nice like twist. That felt that real. Scene. That there's probably been a real person who thought that they oh hi elon musk i wrote that article about you he's like mm-hmm. oh fuck you you know so some oh real person and, probably did that and the way alexander dario comes across every single member of that family oh, elon musk would be members. another example of a based individual oh for okay that makes sense uh i can see that for sure um i, I love how alexander dario comes across all four members of that family and each time she walks away with this face like oh my fucking god like every moment was a like a shocking end moment for her and it was funny because there was one moment where um, she talks about later and she talks about how each one of them is fucking crazy and how she messes with her. And she talks about how the dad uh, couldn't stop. Uh, or no, the dad kept talking about sex, which was obvious in that moment. But and but the son couldn't stop looking at my breasts. 
And I realized that I was that son because I was staring at her breasts in those scene to the point where I didn't even notice that he was, I guess, overtly staring at her breasts in those scene to the point where you're supposed to notice as an audience member. So I was totally like wrapped up in the moment too, just staring at her tits, not realizing that another character. So when she said that, I was like, oh, I guess the son did that. I didn't ever notice. I never noticed the son was looking at her boobs because I was probably just looking at her boobs in those shots. You got a glance. He's staring at the sun. No, no. Oh, do not when it's TV though. I'm staring right no, at him. No, you pull your dick out. Um, and then um, I thought the couple too, uh, the fiance, the way that the uh, the uh, the dude, uh, the rich boy, um, the way he kind of like always was so frustrated on the honeymoon about everything and nothing could be right. I've totally found myself being that person in the past, yeah. and having seen it through this show. That's what changed me. Like, that's the thing that actually changed me. I, I will never go on vacation again and be the guy that's just pissed off that the room's not right, that whatever isn't right, that we paid all this money and it didn't happen maybe the exact way I wanted it to. I will never do that again. And I went on a trip recently and I wasn't very mindful of it, of, of being a better person, but I did find myself to be a better person. So I thought that the show had affected me to the point where I didn't have to consciously think about being a better person. I was just being, for my eyes at least, a better person in that I've situation. I've seen this in person, so it is, kind of, it is funny to, to have you. I can give you an example of, of, of this. I remember when we uh, watched you, me, Corey, and Dorn at the Arclight, watched all of J.J. Uh, Abrams' hit 2009 film Star Trek, and I think at the end of it, I think it was like Dorn or Corey was like oh, really good music. And like, oh, yeah, enjoyed the music. And you, you just go, it was out of focus. We're getting refunds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't enjoy the awesome movie. Yeah. Because I was all pissed off. Yeah. But you, we did yeah, get see? refunds. Um, we got refunds. Yeah. But I mean, I don't need to do that for like a vacation, though, anymore. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I'm still going to get I've my never, refunds. I've never I've never been on vacation with you, but. Nor have I ever been on vacation with a family uh, when I was young. Uh, no, it's great. I fucking go to Vegas on my own. Vegas, I, um, just, just you're going to come on vacation with me. We're going to go on vacation together by ourselves oh. like as, as a gay couple. It'll be fantastic. And then we're going to go uh, with my family. And then you, you know, you can, as my boyfriend, you can come with me. And see, I'm the top. Know. Yeah, baby. Um, it would be fun to see you with kids. Uh, you should definitely take mine and, and, for like a weekend and see what you do with them. I'll forget to feed them. Probably <laughs> mine. Mine will make dinner. They, they're fine. They know exactly what to do. I'll go to home Depot uh, and hire a Mexican woman to take care of them. And just <laughs> do my own thing. They speak uh, Spanish. My kids speak Spanish. They can help you with her. How good of Spanish do they actually speak? My really son chooses. My son chooses on his own yeah. to do his homework in Spanish. Huh. Because he thinks it's silly. Yeah. And that's why he loves, just so you know, he loves watching movies in Vietnamese or whatever the fuck it is that's on uh, Disney Plus. He picks like Vietnamese out of all of them, I think. He thinks it's amazing. He loves movies in Vietnamese. He also puts them in German. Um, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, well, he's like, I, I, I hope I hope this is like a little tick that he does never goes away and I can get him into Babel or something like that when he's a little older and he's more yeah, prepared for be, it. Be a polyglot. For sure. That'd be fucking fantastic. I've always been blown away by people that can do that, man. Your brain must be so fucking sharp. I'm impressed that you know what polyglot means. 
Dude, but seriously, it's always impressed me that people that have that many different like languages, like it's. I, think, I believe a, Polyglot is three or more. So it's. I think it has. Maybe to be it's three four. Yeah, I think it's I four. Okay. Trilingual might be three. Obviously, bilingual is two. Yeah, I think it's. Four but being bilingual and speaking Spanish and English, unfortunately, it's not even like that big a deal anymore because like every single Mexican kid also has that skill. Support so, so white kids have to learn Spanish just to be able to compete. So you got yeah got to do a, th- a third one at least vietnamese certainly probably is pretty good honestly there's a lot there's of vietnamese no people need in california vietnamese or korean probably have full conversations on a daily basis just it says just several languages it doesn't really specific specify a number but it says several languages as a polyglot but you definitely, um, you definitely want to get one more than bilingual to compete. oh Obviously, yeah you gotta get a, little, get a little more i i only speak english and i'm in california you know, basically unemployable kind of, in california <laughs> Yeah, in California, you're kind of expected to at least know some Spanish, and in certain parts of California, I see it all like the Tim- fucking time. Spanish b- bilingual editor, bilingual yeah. Spanish English editor. It's like that seems like you're discriminating against all those people who Francisco, only learn one language. In San Francisco, you're expected to know uh, some Chinese, like literally. Well, yeah. Like in San Francisco, they just everyone just speaks a mix of English, Spanish, and Chinese, just like in Blade Runner. I got yelled at once for not knowing any Chinese in San Francisco. C- city talks, city speak. They were literally, oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, oh yeah. What's the front? Is that Blade Runner? What's it called? Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. City speak. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I remember I got yelled at in um, in uh, uh, San Francisco uh, for not knowing any Chinese, and they were like taught me some things. They're like, you know, ni hao, say ni hao, yeah. and I was like, okay, ni hao, that's hello, and then like shishi or whatever for like I don't, I'm, I'm probably horribly pronouncing these, but that's like you know, thank you or whatever. Um, so it was it was it was interesting. But yeah, I never learned enough Chinese and I got yelled at by, by people because they're like, you should at least know some of it. And I got yelled at by people who spoke English like clear as day, like white people. And they'd be like, you should know fucking Chinese. You should know enough in the city. Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else from White Lotus? Uh, there is the one tit shot um, that happens in the morning from Alexandra Daddario. I think it's like the only real nudity in the whole show. Yeah, you said I said they should show Sydney Sweeney naked. You said, oh, no, it wouldn't be right for the character. They could have given us a little. No, because they didn't. I mean, right for the character, the way they set him up, because she never even goes after any guy or anything. Right. No, no, she I, know, I know. She's not. She's not like a, she, they don't write her as a sexy character. Honestly, they yeah, could have. It felt like the, the, the role was written for a less attractive girl. I think they went with her because she's in, in the HBO contract. Yeah, probably. I mean, she, she tweeted something out. But it's like now all of us. Oh, I, I keep my clothes on for, you know, a series. And now everybody's saying, uh, w- noticing what a great actress I am. It's like, well, your performance on Euphoria is kind of better than, I mean, the character certainly has more to her than, than this character that I thought. So Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's surprising that she got nominated for um, White Lotus. I am shocked by that because I don't, I don't think she was the standout. I mean, there's so many other women that were much bigger uh, roles. I don't. I don't know. I know Zendaya won, so I don't know who else. Oh, she did. Was for her. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to nice. go too far into Euphoria season two, but um, yeah, Zendaya won, and I don't know outside <laughs> of Sydney who else was nominated. Um, and I won't go anything plot, but um, Jacob Elordi is basically now. I, I I would accept him as my top pick for for Bond. I know they won't go with a white kid, but but if they if they really want to go young, because he's like 24, 25 uh british he, he's australian oh okay yeah have you heard him talk with his australian accent i don't think so no uh i've seen interviews and i'm like oh 
yeah, you have to see you have to see him talk with the Australian accent to get the effect. Does he do it, the inside looks at the end of the HBO episodes? Are they yeah, involved yeah, in those? Yeah. So yeah. that's probably I can hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm gonna maybe. check out Entourage really soon. I, I'm not Entourage. Sorry, Entourage. Yeah, I heard it's a good show. Uh, Euphoria. I'm gonna check out Euphoria season two really soon. I, I, I think I said it before in the past. I, I a lot of my issues with uh, not watching the specials, the Euphoria specials, and yeah. the season two Don't is that I love season one. I thought season one was such a perfect series on its own. I didn't want it to continue. I don't want it to continue. I want it to be done. I don't want to know or need to know what happens more to these characters. I I just sometimes I feel like stories need to end, and I was so happy that it felt like this one did. Now that being said, everyone. When I saw Euphoria, it was really late in the game, but I still, because of you, had seen it, I guess, yeah. way before the rest of the I effectively made world. you watch it. I mean, I but basically dude, bullied you into when watching we, it. When we watched it, like seven, when I watched it, like seven, seven, uh, yeah, seven, six or seven months, I guess, after it came out. Yeah. We were still, like, early on within the zeitgeist, because now... Season two came out and everyone's all like seen Euphoria. My wife, who had not seen Euphoria at all and hadn't seen it for a long time, um, when I had seen it, uh, eventually did watch it and then just burned through that and then straight into season two and then burned through that and loved it. And then everyone I've ever bumped into, oh my god, you seen Euphoria season two? And I'm like, okay, I guess I would say you I guess see, I gotta watch it. Season two is it's not as good as the first season, but it, it some of its highs are higher, and it has some really great moments in character. I'll try to get through it so we can maybe do it uh, the next week. Um, I watched I watched White Lotus based on your recommendation. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll so, so I'll do, so I'll do the same thing. We both I'll, recommended I'll Sydney Sweeney. I, I, can I tell you this? Sydney Sweeney definitely shows her tits in Euphoria season two. So. Dude, you said that every time we talk about it. You're like, oh, there's so many tits in this season. I mean, it was obviously discussed that like, okay, this show is the show where you show your tits, Sydney, because they are out and they look. So so fucking good she wow, I, again right. i said before best H, hbo in the history of hbo tits which is 30 years of hbo tits alexandra daddario true detective said these are better i don't know about that we'll have to i'll have to see i'll have to see i, I gotta tell you this um when i first saw euphoria uh cindy sweeney was was i, I think i said i said she uh, you, you said what do you think of cindy sweeney i said oh she was all right her face was a little bit, you know, uh, whatever. I don't remember what I said exactly, but I think she said, uh, oh, she had, uh, looked like she sucked her thumb a lot when she was a kid type of face. Yeah, I never really understood what that meant. Like, she's almost like a, her, her mouth is deformed or something. Yeah, like she's got that jaw where it's like kind of open and the top curves up and the bottom's a little bit more. Um, the well, to be fair, the, I didn't say she has the best face of HBO. No, no, I know, I know. But I'll, 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 I'll say that for sure she has grown on me since then. No yep. question. Uh, Have you seen Voyeurs? No. Oh my god! Oh my god! It is the like Sydney Sydney Sweeney fuck scene movie. It is hard. It is a really good fuck scene. Now I would I have not seen season two Euphoria, so I don't know what to compare it to. But this thing was wild, dude. This was a great. This was a great scene. I have not seen the whole film uh, Voyeurs because I don't watch movies. Uh, like that, I just watched sex scenes yeah. and beat off to him. <laughs> she, she's, she's, she's. COVID was a difficult time for all of us, and some people didn't respond well to it and, and got kind of fat. Uh, no one off the top of my head got super fat, except uh, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Well, that one, that was before COVID. He got fat, wasn't it? 
Uh, so I guess nobody got really horribly out of shape, but I'll say this. Sydney kept the whatever you have to do to have good tits. She she kept it up and didn't like she didn't get fat. She didn't screw up her body. Zendaya clearly looks a bit older than she did. In, I mean, there's like a two year gap between seasons, but she was in the special. Uh, so oh, cool. she had one of because there's two specials, right? You haven't seen the specials either. Don't watch the specials. Just skip them. You don't have to know them to, to watch the uh, to, to for season two. You can just really, yeah. You don't. There's there's no plot development. All right. Uh, okay. I would skip them. Did uh, was, Did your wife watch it. the specials too? Oh, I don't know, but I bet she did. I mean, it's just just ask her what happens in the specials, and you'll immediately know why not to watch them. They're just boring. Oh no, I could never do that because she she doesn't relate the story back in it ever in a way that makes sense to me. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Like it's always like I'll walk out of a scene, right? Maybe to go to the bathroom or make some tea or whatever the fuck, right? Um, and I'll walk away from the TV and I'll be like, just tell me what happens. And then I'll come back in the room and I'll have like two glasses, two mugs of tea or something or whatever, some snacks, whatever, ice cream, whatever the fuck it is. And or I'm done pissing. I'm like, what happened? And she's like, Oh, nothing happened. I'll be like, nothing happened. All right. I don't believe that. Why would that? Why would why would they put those two minutes and three minutes, five minutes into the movie if nothing yeah. happens in those two to three to five minutes? Whatever it ends up being time wise. I'll rewind it back. And then usually like something fairly the major happens. Yeah, not like a character death, but like some information's given that, you know, evolves the story. Well, the specials don't have stories. I mean, the, the they're just conversations. They're like hour long they're COVID specials. So it's all like two people in a room. Like it's, they were filmed during the height of COVID. So it's like, there's, there's nothing to it. Uh, except the, cause there's two, there's one with Zendaya, the, the jewels, or no, uh, the Rue episode. And then there's the jewels episode with Hunter Schaefer. Um, and you see a lot of Hunter Schaefer's trans tits in the second special. If that's important. To you. Uh, lot of them uh and you see definitively her her dick through panties um if you want to see hunter schaefer's penis that's in the second special <laughs> you see she's in a lot of hot water now you know she's she's, she's uh, why oh because she did an instagram uh tweet uh, attacking envies and kind of blaming them for the lack of Uh, what what what's what's a typical trans people's acceptance? Um, non, uh, oh no, binary binary trans people. Enbys uh, being E N B Y is how it's typed, but it stands for N B. The letters N B for non-binary trans people. The not non-binary trans people are what you see at virtually any Trader Joe's on a Sunday uh, in L A, which is you know, dudes in dresses with beards, but like in horrible tits from estrogen implant estrogens, like where they're like not one gender. So she did a whole like long series of Instagram posts where you just post multi text, like blaming NBs for taking the spotlight in the trans movement for shaming cis, uh, or just not cis, uh, binary trans people, but like, cause she's a, a, a she, she's a, clear female like there's there's it's you know m to f complete 
she was she doesn't walk around with a beard or have her have you know have her name changed three times a day depending on you know what currently she's feeling uh so people switching back and forth all all the shit that like is the more comical trans people the more clownish stuff you'd see from time to time she went up she just went after them and now uh she doesn't have a whole lot of support. She's in she's in J.K. Rowling's territory basically now. So I don't know what will go on with that. You don't obviously wow. have a strong pe- feeling about. It. Just Google Hunter Schaefer controversy. Are you telling the audience or you? Yeah, I, you, you don't seem like you care very much because you're tweeting yeses. <laughs> yes. All right, fine, uh, fine, 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 I'm fine. Hunter Schaefer. Wait, what are you showing me? I'm, I'm, you're gonna hear from the the, the, the horse's mouth. All right. Oh, oh, and the other one being Sydney Sweeney's MAGA. Did you not know that one? Or, well, she's not, but her her mom and dad were. She she posted a bunch of fucking photos from like a family barbecue or cookout or something, and her mm-hmm. dad's just straight up wearing a "Make America Great Again" hat or shirt. No <laughs> sh- shirt, and then her mom's wearing a "Make America Great Again" uh, hat. I think it was her mom's fortieth birthday. Which no, not going to be what? No fiftieth birthday. Fiftieth. Okay. Must have been. Must have been. Um, because she, she she had a shirt that said like or, or a cake that said "Make Fifty Great Again," so it was like a MAGA themed birthday party. And Cindy's just like, first of all, this was innocent photos of my family. I don't know why you guys are mad. This is just right after Cindy Sweeney created her fucking uh, uh, backlash, uh, where she, she's been accused of endorsing trans medicalism. What trans medicalism, Ballard? On. Schaefer denies she hates non-binary folks. Hold on, what, I, I'm trying to, I just want to try to find the. All right, here, here's right, very small. Now I got to size it up. Oh, now great! I posted a went to another thing. I'm trying to find it. Trying to make it big now. Uh, there's an ad. I, oh God! All right, this is what this is what. Uh, by the way, her Instagram and Twitter is Piggy Taiwan. Don't know why. That's kind of weird. Who's it? Hunter. This is this is Hunter Schaefer. This is Hunter Schaefer. I hope all the people in bees who fought to have trans identities no longer considered a medical condition that requires dysphoria are happy because you've won. The red states are beginning to agree with you. HRT and gender affirming hormone replacement therapy and gender affirming surgery are no longer deemed medically necessary for adults in Florida. And it's not going to stop there. That means more trans people have to pay for their transitions out of pocket forcing more of us into sex work. Y'all couldn't stand, just stand to let binary trans people be the voice of this community. You had to dismantle all of the guidelines around being trans to fit your narrative, like being able to have a beard and still be called a girl. So you could feel valid. That was me adding that. So you could feel valid. And then you demonize trans people who challenge your ideals and called them true scum slash trans medicalists. What you don't understand is that binary trans women and men don't have the luxury of playing around with what it means to be trans the same way you do. You challenge gender idea. You challenge gender ideologies from the safety of a cis body that requires no medical treatment. We have to play the game and live by the guidelines that cis people have created for us because that is how we survive. You're not helping. 
you're not dismantling the gender binary. You're expanding the mind. You're not expanding the minds of cis people. You are making them hate us. For the last time, I am begging non-binary people to take a seat and let the binary trans people, and more specifically, black trans women, be the voices of the, this community because they are the ones at risk. That seems a pretty fucking weird, like for a trans girl who's like probably now the most famous trans girl in terms of acting. She's just, by the way, landed a role as the lead of the new Hunger Games prequel series or second oh, lead wow. or something. She's high up there playing a cis girl. She's just playing a girl. So yeah. for her, the, the trans is not part of the character. So for her to be going against basically all non-binary people so overtly, I mean, blaming them for uh, what changed was that the DSM no longer now considers uh it used to say you have to if you had gender dysphoria that was what you that was being trans they, they had to remove that so it's no longer a medical diagnosis anymore being trans meaning you can no longer get some people some republican states can now use that as an excuse to, to pull uh for at least government health care programs pull uh, hormone replacement therapy uh and sexual reassignment surgery can no longer be uh paid for which that's a whole, whole can of worms, but she's blaming the uh, non-binary people who were the ones championing that change for kind of fucking it up for all the people who actually are trying to transition from one gender to another, not just, you know, put on a dress and say, I'm Sarah, but some, but sometimes I still feel like a man and fuck women uh, or whatever. You still have a beard, still look like a man and not bother physically changing themselves. Um, those, those She's going against those people and calling them out so yeah it's kind of controversial that happened obviously uh a while back uh between our episodes august 24th is when this happened so uh you obviously don't have any strong opinions about this dude i'm like laura dern in jurassic park right over my head <laughs> well you really need to, to i mean I know, I know you're just a retired pizza delivery driver, but you really do need to, uh, oh my God. Uh, sorry, uh, I'll, I'll share my screen so you know why it is, oh my God. Um, you, I know you're just a retired pizza delivery driver, but uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, you have to come up with a, whether or not you support trans medicalism or not. It's, it's gonna be one of the hot button issues of the, of, of the future. People are really gonna care. All right. This is why I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Wait, do, if, what should we do? Should we support it or not support it? I don't know which one to do. What is it? What's the right way to do? Uh, she, She's uh, this character. This is the new character for season two. Who's played by her real life boyfriend. This actor. I hate him. I hate his character. I hate looking at his face. I'll just say that. And he's like, as a model, he's like the face of Calvin Klein right now. I, I just do not like the guy. I don't know why. Bugs me. But, uh, the oh rest my of the god! I forget. Days. I have to turn on your your stream to watch your screen. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. I I, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, you have to do that. Can you see it now? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, looking... that's Hunter right there, or is that Sydney Sweeney? That's Hunter. So you can't even tell. No, no, no. I think I I think we talked about this before. Yeah, the first season. Hunter 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 Schaefer, right? That's yeah. her name. Yeah. She's fucking gorgeous. This was the guy whose face I hate. That's the boyfriend? 
Yeah, but he's also in, in real life. Yeah, and he's also in Euphoria season two as a new character. And 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 that's a and that's a guy or or a girl or I don't even know what was. It's uh, I believe he's male. Okay, cool. Doesn't really, awesome. I mean, who knows these days? Wait, uh, who, who who were they hugging down there? Was that Zendaya? Zendaya? I I mean, it's just there's so much controversy and all the, the stuff. Because like another thing was like the the actress like Cat like. You know, she had like a whole, she accused, uh, oh, I just lost you. Can you hear me? I just lost you for a while there. I think I clicked off of thing. Yeah, I think you, I think you turned me off. I think I did that. It's fine. We're we're still recording. Yo, yeah, um, was that can't, wait, can't, was that Hunter posing in front of a billboard of her? Yeah. Oh, that was her. That was her on the billboard. I believe so. Okay. Cool. Uh, she does point, Prada ads. Nice. Uh, my point is, uh, can you still see my screen? No, no, I'm just looking at you right now. But yeah, I oh. can probably look at your screen. Yeah, because when, when I I started to stop sharing the screen, but I accidentally just dropped the call. Uh. But yeah, Cat got in a fight with the, the actually plays Cat got in a fight with uh, Sam Levinson. So don't expect to get a lot of her character in season two. Is who? Cat. Was she the thick girl? She was the fat girl who called out Sam Levinson for. Uh, she said he didn't treat her or her character like as good as the pretty girls, basically, and, and said some negative Wait. things about the way he treats women on set. And as a result, he kind of writes her out of the series. So Wait, quickly. so she said something after season one ended. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if then you didn't know two, that going into season two, I didn't and had to look it up. Like what's going on? Like why, why, why is she just not in the show basically anymore? And it's like, Oh, cause the actress bit the hand that fed basically. Ah, interesting. Was there any other weird uh, energy from any other characters in the show? I mean, you wouldn't know it from watching the show, but the rumors are that Jacob Elordi and Hunter Schaefer hate each other. Hmm. Uh, which is an issue because he's he's a hot item right now. I, I don't think he's actually being talked about for James Bond. That's just me. But uh, he's got a lot of projects lined up. He was great. Nate was amazing. In season one. Holy it shit. Was, it was that was that was uh, that first season performance. Um, <clears throat> he he should have gotten on. Like I that that so. was that was I mean, if, if you want to call him a villain, you, he was one of the best villain performances we've had in like a long time. I loved when he's banging his head on the ground in his bedroom. Yeah. And his dad sees him. And in a normal film or show, the dad would like stopped him, yelled at him, grabbed yeah, him, yeah. prevented him from doing it. Wrestled him. They would have gone to a fight or they would have figured it out. And there would have been a cathartic, right? beautiful moment between the two of them. Right. So or it would have gone really away. violent. Yeah. Or gone really violent like Sopranos, right? Yeah. Now, he, the reality was the dad saw that and went, holy shit, my son's fucking losing it and ran to his bedroom and closed the door. And they separated each other by going to different bedrooms, essentially. So the dad just is in his own bedroom listening to his son bang his head against the ground screaming. And I was like, that's probably a way more realistic perspective and portrayal of, of a, how that would actually play out. As a father you probably just go i gotta get here i don't want to see yeah. this you know and then you just run away from it ignore it 
Yeah, well, it's not I mean, real. You, you'll find out what happens uh, someday. I hope. Yeah, I hope we get to discuss season two someday. Uh, well, I'll try. I'll try to do, do um, this over the weekend and through this next week uh, for filming. Yeah, and, recording uh, next. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, if we do, do you, do you want to record next week or skip the week? Whatever, whatever works best for you. I, I, I can we, do it next week. Do, uh, I, I, I have my, my Thursday nights will be free for the time being. Oh, I don't know if actually I can do next Thursday. Sorry, I may have actually made plans because I had the assumption that we were doing every other week. That's fine. In, 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 but maybe we could do it like Wednesday. We could do it like Wednesday or, or follow the next week. We'll see where we're at with. Um, yeah, just let me know. I'm, I'm pretty that. flexible uh, for the next uh, cool. month or so. All right. Well, let's All let's right. wrap up and and uh, you you want to just uh, email us at the Cool Boys Podcast. Thank you, Uyghurs. Cool boys thank all day. Uyghurs. Cool boys all night. No, thank you, Uyghurs. More like thank you, China. Thank you, China, thank for providing us with Uyghurs. Thank you, Here One China. I did the fade one. Now we keep talking until. Myzies. I'm Ballard. Bye bye, Ballard. Dog, 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 dog. Sorry for saying Taiwan's a country. Son of a bitch. One China. One China. One China. One China. One China. One China. Didn't Nancy Pelosi go to Taiwan and we were all supposed to like think their world war was going to happen? Yeah. But it didn't. She's Pelosi, baby. She's a hothead. She does what she wants to do with them big giant titties. Do what I want. Do what I want. Do what I want. All right. Yo, <laughs> Alex, speaking of titties, Alexandria Ocasio or Ket D'Artez is, is or, or wait, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. That's so hot. Tough, tough to, to, to get out there. Uh, she is a she's the, the, like the words out that she has big tits and. Yeah, she's not hiding them anymore. She's just kind of letting them out. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I've just seen her. Have you seen the the GQ covers? It's like, okay, she's mm. she's she's going with the whole thing. Like, all right, big tits. Not like anyone's gonna what? pay attention to her words, dude. Okay, so I've been paying attention to her big tits for a while. I think I sent stuff. I think even Justin is hard. It was like, oh my god, her tits are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, dude, her tits are amazing. It's there's weird one, when you get tits from places that tits aren't supposed to come from. The, the other one being uh, on the, the the rights on women? answer is oh yeah, on the, no, on the on uh, just from like political figures. Because oh, on the, on oh, the yeah. rights, the answer is Abby Shapiro, Ben Shapiro's sister. Have you seen her? No. We're in we're in the Easter egg, but all right. Show me Abby and then show me AOCs because I've seen I've seen AOCs in a tight dress before where they're like they're being smashed and they look amazing being smashed. You gotta click on the button. You gotta hit the button to see the me. watch stream button. All right, I'm watching your stream, baby. What am I googling again? That's Hunter Abby, Schaefer, right? Abby Shapiro. Uh, that's oh my Ben God. Shapiro's sister. Wow. Yeah. Wait, is she really, is that really her topless right there? Is that fake? No, of course not. That's a fake. Oh, it is? Okay. Wow. It's deep fake of the thing. But you know, all, got, all the photos got, oh. of her topless are, are, are fake. But all the ones She's that are just... like that one girl um, from like the uh, AT&T ads, Milana uh, Villantrop or however you say her name. Dude, some some Jewish women have... Huge tease. There she is. There's Milana Villantrop or whatever. Go down. Go down. One more. Huh? Go down the page. I mean, scroll down. Right there. And that weird black and white dress. That's that's the AT&T girl. 
Huh, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Jewish, Jewish girl titties are a thing. Oh, my God. Alexandra sure. <laughs> Ocasio-Cortez. I like tits. tits. That's that's my go-to for for I, I, some people Google breasts. I go boobs. Uh, she's just kind of letting them out now. Oh, is that it? Is that the photo you're talking about? No, GQ. No, no. Look at that one. That says Peapog right there in the middle of the screen. That's not it either. That's that's when when. That's no, but that's the one I sent out to you a long time ago that I love. These are not the photos I was referring to. Maybe it wasn't GQ. These were, not, these were not the photos you were looking for. Wait, go back. Go back one one page. Just go back uh, to the last page you were at. Yeah, I feel like this is not it. It was it was like it was this dress, but you could see the tits well, way better. Maybe it was a Photoshop. Maybe it was a Photoshop. It's possible. I did probably see it on Twitter. That Peapog. Click on that Peapog. Putting that. people on game, by the way, is what Peapog stands for. Oh, does it? Yeah. That photo. Look at that. Look well, that's, at that. I mean, that that's probably Photoshop, though. <clears throat> No, 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 no. That's so they have Photoshop versions of it where they do the. You know how people like uh, make clothing see through. Yeah. You know, with like Photoshop yeah, apps. Yeah, that's and that's what it actually looks like, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But look at those bad boys smash. Look at those girls just smash in there. Bad boys is totally wrong. Those bad bitches. I don't want that shirt. Big big energy. Mm -mm. We gotta do another Trump sled Olympics. Maybe we do one for the Biden administration. Biden sled Olympics. Yeah. yeah God, weird fucking that. Those are that is not a good teeth to, to mouth size ratio though. Hey, type in boobs instead of tits, maybe. Can't spell boobs. <laughs> fucking high. Uh, yeah, something like this was what what I had seen on fucking Twitter. Mm -hmm. Not that, but like this. Yeah, that's huge. This is what I was thinking of. See, her tits are going to take over Nancy Pelosi's tits, and they're going to run the the Democratic, you know, party for sure. Yeah, because Nancy's wearing, it was like, got. She's been huge. wearing like things like this is more more like not like even just one specific photo. Just like she's kind of like showing them off more in general. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I like this. This one is just a close above them. All right, well, this is the Easter egg. All right, I'm going to stop recording, titties. I guess. Bye-bye, titties. Bye, Ted.